1: Be. Jimmy Star, new
2: Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with co-host Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment.
3: Hey everybody, today's show is a rocking show, we're loaded with talent guests, and I'm talking about the terrible thing that's happened to my life (laughs) one of my greatest shows that I love and adore with my famous friend Drescher whom I adore love and think is the most talented comedian in our time her show has been canceled happily divorced was canceled now there's a petition going on we have over 300,000 or whatever people saying we want that show back so we're going to talk about it later. I've invited Mark, uh, Peter Mark Jacobson on the show today, but it was a last-minute invitation, and I don't know that Peter could make it. But if he can, he'll be calling in at 4.05. Yep. And we will be able to discuss with him the why and the how come, because I think it's political. You know, it's a gay show. It's about a uh, woman that... We'll tell it's them what it's about when it's we still well, I just want to give it a heads up. It's still about a woman who is still friends with her gay husband whom she divorced. And it's a wonderful, wonderful program.
2: Anyway, we'll be doing that later on, kids. Absolutely. And... We want to, first of all, introduce everybody because that was our cool, outrageous man about town who's looking incredibly handsome and dapper today, Mr. That's Ron Russell.
3: I'm wearing a Jimmy Starr sophisticated shirt. It's slightly ruffled down the front. It's in a beautiful fabric. I guess women would call it a chemise fabric. I'm not sure. And it's striped and it's stunning and it's comfortable and it's quite elegant. And I thought today, because if Peter calls, I want it to be elegant.
2: There you go. And you're doing a good job. Because Peter's a big
3: shot. You know, you run studios in L.A. I mean, he's a big, big, tough guy. He's an important man. I really want to talk to him. Absolutely. Anyway, my hair. And is, hold, on, hold on. Wait, wait. I didn't finish my beauty okay. my beauty treatment yet. And my hair is a new do. Now it's combed, smooth and sophisticated, not wild and crazy. I don't care for it. I look like an old man. But then again, I am. Oh, look at us. We're on I the set it up screen. over there. <laughs> oh, you set me up all the way over there. Now I need binoculars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, take it away, Jimmy Starr. So we got the cool, outrageous man about town, and we've got Chad Murphy. What's up, dude? What's
4: going on, Jimmy? What's going on, Ron? What's going on, chat room? Another week here at the Jimmy Star Show.
2: There you go, everybody. We want to welcome everybody in the chat room, let you know if you hit the ITV button at the top of your screen. You can see Ron and I, we're waving at you right now from our studios in Pennsylvania. We've got a superstar-studded show today. We've got American Idol finalist John Stevens coming on in just a minute. Uh he's going to be in, uh skyping into us and then we're going to have Michael Damian from The Young and the Restless uh calling in, rock star, movie star, all all the above. And then um at our third guest is going to be Ronnie Cox. You guys know him from Deliverance. Um he was in uh, all kinds of stuff, but he was in like uh Deliverance, what are those movies? Uh he was in Stargate, he was in v- Beverly Hills Cop movies, t- RoboCop. I don't know, a whole bunch of movies. IMDb lists him as the top, uh, one, top 100 character actors of all time. It's going to be great. And he's a musician. We want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. And, uh, and uh, Sherry Emily, Leslie Nevers, everybody that's in there. Guess Martha, who's a big John Stevens fan. Everybody, we're going to have a really good show. It's going to be a lot of fun. There you go. I lost my breath. Oh. Well, it, at your age, it happens, dear. I know. David Harvey's in the house, too. Musi- oh, musical talent, David Harvey. Good. Hey, What's up? Dave. How are you, baby? And uh, Dave, you should have gotten an email just to let you know, Um, all right, cool.
3: We like we liked Dave a lot.
2: That's right. David J. Harvey, everybody, check him out. He's a great, great, great singer. And mm-hmm. is uh, he ever? Follow him on Twitter and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Starr or at Jimmy Star Show. Ron is at Ron Russell Show. He only goes on like no, once every 10 Ron, days. Ron, what am I on? Ron You're Russell. Ron Russell Show on, on, Twitter. Oh, on, Fe- on, Facebook, on Twitter. On Facebook
3: on and Twitter. I'm Ron Russell Show. If you want to see my television show, Set the Record Straight, you have to go to RonRussellTVShow.com. There you go. It's awesome. And you'll
2: see great movie stars, old movie stars.
3: The great legends of Hollywood.
2: There you go. It's going to be
3: cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really pissed off today about that uh, television show being canceled. So I'm going to be wild. I mean, really ruthless and wild and crazy because I'm totally upset. There you go, and you're a huge Fran Drescher fan. I love her. I adore Fran Drescher. I've never met her. It's my lifelong ambition to meet Fran Drescher. Mr. Blackwell and his partner Spencer spent time with them at a cancer function that they went to. Fran and a girlfriend of hers were sitting at the table. Oh, there's somebody looking. Hold in. on, <laughs> John Stevens. Hi, John. <laughs> Hello,
2: John Stevens, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you very much.
3: to this crap before you come. Am down, I
2: right? do, do you know Fran Drescher? Fran Drescher, yes.
3: You know her personally? Oh, I do not. I would hate you if you did. <laughs> this I, is
5: very exciting. I, I
3: love her. Don't you, what do you think of her as a comedian?
5: She's hilarious.
3: And gorgeous. She looks like Rita Hayworth with dark hair. She She's does. a beautiful, gorgeous body, beautiful legs, stunning woman. There you
2: go. Hold I mean, on. We're going to introduce him and then we'll go
3: back. Well, just one more statement. You know, <laughs> she had a gay husband and I could understand why he didn't want to be gay for a while. <laughs> I mean, if
2: Fran Drescher
3: were my wife, I wouldn't be gay ever. Well, I would try hard not to. <laughs> I don't think I'd succeed, but I'd try.
2: <laughs> so everybody in the house, if you hit your ITV button, you can actually see him, too. We've got American Idol finalist, big band singer, all-around great entertainer, John Stevens. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. I'm very, very excited. Um, why don't you give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room real quick? How's it going, everyone? Thanks for uh, tuning in. You actually have a guest, Martha. I don't know who Martha is, but she says she's a huge John Stevens fan, so give a shout-out to Martha.
5: Oh, thank you, Martha. I really appreciate it. There you go. You know, it's
2: funny how all the cute
3: guys Skype in, but the ugly ones sort of are like their phone broke <laughs> or their computer's <laughs> down. But all the good-looking ones, they love to come on this show so everybody can see. The girls in the chat room now are, are wet and steaming. I mean, you're, cute. you're very cute, and that smile is even cuter. How old are you? I'm 26. You're too young for my old maid daughters, but anyway. <laughs> um, so do you have a girlfriend?
5: Uh no, currently I'm single. Oh,
3: do you have a boyfriend?
5: Uh, no, I'm 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 straight. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, my my <laughs> condolences,
3: honey, we'll like you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So if you if you were a little older, I could fix up my daughter Deirdre, fabulous five foot eleven redhead, that has oh, a wow. television show, a radio show, and it's called True Ghost Stories, and it's on Monday nights at ten o'clock.
2: So uh, let's go. That Let's do this. So first of all, I guess you've already met our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Who's not yes. outrageous yet. I'm only warming up, baby. Then we've got <laughs> the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Stevens. Uh, Chad Murphy.
4: Hello, Chad <laughs> Stevens yeah. here. What's going on, who's John? Chad, who's
2: Chad Stevens? I don't even know what Chad Stevens is. You're thinking
4: like Cat Stevens, I believe.
2: Okay, oh. and uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. I want to say I'm a big fan, and I think it's really cool, and I want to just like, talk a little bit about your background because you were on American Idol Season 3. You were like 16 or something, right?
5: 16. I was the youngest, and I, can- I think I'm currently still the youngest to ever try out for American Idol. And, I made uh, the cutoff day by three days. You look
3: 14 now. You look so young on this Skype thing. Okay. <laughs> who, who, who did your lighting? Send me their name.
6: <laughs> oh no, it's it's my house. So.
3: <laughs> oh, can I come and do my show from your house?
6: <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> because
2: maybe it'll knock a few centuries off this old goat. <laughs> So you were in, in season three of American Idol. You, you sang. You were probably one of the very first co- contestants to sing like, like crooner music. You sang Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. It was really, really cool. You were like so young and cute at the time. I thought it was really cool. You came in, I think, sixth place if I, if I make myself right. Then uh, you got to do all the touring and all the TV shows, David Letterman and all that stuff. Um, I guess you were on David Letterman, Jay Leno, uh, Ryan Seacrest Live, which he doesn't have that anymore, live with Regis and Kelly. So, like, you got to do the whole thing. We've had a ton of American Idol finalists on the show. Tell us just, like, a a quick summary. Like, what was, like, one of the coolest things for you being on American Idol?
5: Um, Well, actually, the producers my season arranged back behind the scenes. No one even knew about this. Uh, Pretty much to, uh, after a show, go out to a Burbank recording studio, and I got to meet uh, Tina Sinatra. Frank Sinatra Jr. and the whole Sinatra family and and everyone he ever worked with and see a recording uh, studio that he worked in and meet a whole bunch of – like Bill Miller, uh, who was his accompanist. So I got to meet a whole bunch of people who really knew Frank Sinatra. So that was a big uh, thrill for me, being such a Frank Sinatra fan. Was Nancy there too? Nancy was there, too, as well, no, yes.
3: I, I know Nancy personally, and I love oh, her. you do? I just wish she gained some weight. Is she still as skinny as she used to be? She I mean, is. She's she like so. one of those frightening skinny people, yeah, and she, she should really gain some weight, but she's a doll. I love Nancy. She's very sweet. Wonderful people. I heard you before we came on, which is something I never do because I don't like to know anything about our guests, and I want to tell you, my friend, we have an expression in my day. You send me. As we said about Frank Sinatra, you know, if, we, if Frank was on the radio, everybody would say, Oh, he sends me. Your voice sends me. You are so fabulous. And I, and I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing you again. You got a great voice, kid. Use it and
2: use it well.
5: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
2: Okay, so then you were on American Island. You did all your stuff. You graduated high school. You went to Berkeley School of Music, right? I did. Which is one of the like, top music schools around, which is really cool. Yeah. And uh, now you're out of school. You were a DJ at a, hosting a jazz radio show for a while. You've got a band, your own band, the John Stevens hey, Band, that does big for you. band music. Good for and for uh, Yeah, isn't that exciting? Oh,
3: he's, he's another Shane Layton.
2: <laughs> That's right. He's another he's Shane. on his
3: way. He's another
2: mogul. Absolutely. So, so tell us a little bit now. You've got the John Stevens Band, which everybody, you can find out more information if you go to uh, johnstevensband.com. Tell us a little bit about your band.
5: So it's a seven-piece band, and I for the, over the past two years, I've been touring with two different bands, uh, the Mighty Groove Band, which is a top 40 band doing rock, uh, classic rock and stuff, and then the Beantown Swing Orchestra, which is an 18-piece big band. And I got to do a lot of Sinatra classics and all the all the Dean Martin songs that I love doing in that band. So I pretty much took my favorite musicians that I get to work with in both those bands and created my own band, where I get to do my... Own original music, which I think you're going to hear a little bit of it today, right. right and I get to do this the standards that I want to do and have my own arrangements of them um, so i I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about this band it's it's just starting up we got we uh, recorded uh, four the first four tracks for my upcoming new album, Mr. Nice Guy uh, coming out later this year. Uh, we have the first four tracks recorded. And we released a, uh, a music video, which is online right now. That's uh, getting some really good traction. So it's now uh, what you've got
3: so- to do now is sign up with Jimmy Starr and let him do a concert for you. <laughs> I'm serious; he does that. That's one of you his gifts.
2: He does. He I have a booking he, agency a book- that I book. Yeah. I book a lot of big. Pe- I don't know if you know this, and, and uh, I didn't really mention it in any emails to you because I usually wait till we have you on the show to see if you're cool. <laughs> he's cool. <laughs> Cool. But uh, we're sponsored by the Spectrum Music Group. It's the largest indie record label in the world. Wow. I, I, I'm ahead of the hip-hop and R&B division, but we have a, a great – one of the best jazz divisions out of any jazz division like in the world. And uh, we do worldwide physical distribution. We do everything, everything that a major label pretty much like does. And That's fantastic. Um, and if, and if you aren't already signed up with somebody with your band, I can definitely like hook you up to get into conversations with them because they're, uh, they're like my partners in lots of things, and they're really cool, and I think they're going to love your music.
5: That would be wonderful.
2: Thank and you. I,
3: I have enough older friends that would come to listen because it's music from our day if you sing the great classics, but you said you write your own music, and I'm sure it's going to be just as good as the classics of years ago. You don't yodel when you sing, do you? Like the uh-uh-uh-uh. I he do doesn't not. like, like the, yeah her. he doesn't like the yodel people. The only people. one that yodels is Stephanie Todd. Todd who is fabulous and her record is Battle, are you familiar with it? Have I'm you not. heard Battle? Oh you got to listen. You've got to listen to Battle. My favorite I, song. I'll send it to
2: you. It's a good song. One of your songs is going to be one of his favorite songs in a minute anyway. Well, so- we'll see
3: because I always critique it the truth. My people out there know it. I don't blow on anybody. No smoke goes up anybody's ass with me. I tell it like it is. You know, I'm I'm not God. I mean, I'm wrong most of the time, but it's my opinion.
2: That's okay. Actually, really here's what God. we'll do. We'll yeah. come back and talk. Let's play something so everybody can hear it. So um, I actually enjoyed Intoxicated the best out of the two songs I got to pick from, and I don't know if we'd have enough time for two. So we're going to play Intoxicated first. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it real quick?
5: Um, well, this is actually based off of a uh, standard. Um, the standard, you go to my head, there's a line sure. in that. The line in that, in that song, it says, uh, you intoxicate my soul with That's your right. eyes. So I took that concept, and I wrote my own song based on that. So I sang uh,
3: that song is... in my show. You give me head. Ah. <laughs> oh, no, it's you, you. Go to my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Depends on the club I work in. If I work in a raunchy club, it's you give me a head and it goes to my soul. And I, you know, whatever. But anyway, that's just a poor joke and bad taste. But if Miley can go out there and do what she did, I could do a little joke here. It's no big deal. Sure, only should I'm get sure. the press that she got. She's a smart little cookie, right, Miley? She's like the most famous woman in the world right now. Jimmy told me she got over 3 million tweets a she minute. She got 360,000 tweets a minute that's when she did said. that. That's what I 360,000 tweets a minute.
2: Whatever those freaking right, tweets are. right, we're going are. back though all right so this is the name of the song is you could have said so here's what we're gonna do chad are you ready
3: always let's
2: go all right so what we're gonna do then uh john you introduce the song for everybody uh it's off your upcoming album mr nice guy and then you just hang on you can like watch uh watch us and everything you can chat in the chat room if you're in the chat room and uh um uh and so you introduce it we're gonna play it for everybody and then we'll come back and talk do whatever you want just keep your clothes on
5: I keep my clothes on. Everyone, this is my uh, new track, the new single from my, my upcoming album. Here is Intoxicated.
6: Yay. No Samuel Adams brick red Or Johnny Walker blue Can make me act the way I am As you do those silly things you do The simple logic of too many gin and tonics wouldn't do many men, it's true. My inhibitions still remain until the moment I'm with you. Just one look in your eyes and I'm flying high above the clouds. So don't go now, I must explain. I don't want to touch down, I'm intoxicated. By you, dear, I'm intoxicated when you come near There's no better feeling than when you're here Picture a man at the bar His blues got the better of him He's seated at the bottom of his glass Looking out for his one and only kin Well, I'm not that way, though I may be someday I am sure about this dream come true Our tenor said it's in my head, I don't care, there's nothing I can do I'm not sloppy, sick, or stumbling over these large shoes of mine But my face is red, my words are slurred, and I feel as though I'm drinking a fine wine Intoxicated when you come near, there's no better feeling than when you're here. I'm intoxicated by you, dear. I'm intoxicated when you come near, there's no better feeling than when you're here. I
2: love your dance moves. There you go. Love, by John
3: Stevens. I love your wonderful, clean, clear, great voice. Thank that's a so terrific much. song. It brought me back to when my cousin Bertha... Hey, Bert, you're listening to my show. Bertha, I bet you... Because you, you're not feeling too good these days. Bert. I bet you that lifted your spirits, didn't it? Remind of the days when we were kids and we used to dance at the, the church confraternity. Um, that's great music. I love that music. It's It's in my soul. And your voice is just soothing and clean and easy. You don't push. You don't stress. You don't fake. Nothing falsetto about it. I have news for you. Your album's going in my car. And that's a big compliment. No, not too many people go in my car. Some of them just don't go anywhere. (laughs) But uh, if I like somebody a lot, you're in my car. Because Jimmy and I travel a lot. doing. I'm, I'm an actor. I do movies. So we're always going all over filming. And I need music to relax while I learn scripts. You're one. You're terrific, John. You're Thank good.
2: you so much. So, okay. so let's talk a little bit about the fact that you know at 16, you were singing Crooner songs, like just go into a little bit of the history of the background real quick.
5: Uh, well, yes, um, I originally uh, started singing Crooner songs uh, the great American Songbook, uh, the Great American Songbook, pretty much because um, my grandfather introduced me to it when I was seven. <laughs> And I fell in love.
3: I say your father, not your grandfather. Oh, I said
6: my father. Hi,
3: your fa- your very young father. That was very music from my day.
5: <laughs> well, um, my grandfather and my very young father. Yes, you introduced just like into, me. <laughs> introduced me to the Great American Songbook and Sinatra and Dean Martin. I just fell in love with these great songs. And uh, from a very young age, I just started singing them around the house, dancing around the house Dreamed of singing in front of a big band one day, um, and I just kept on singing it. And then when American Idol came along, everyone was telling me I should try out, try out. And uh, I had never been to New York City, and I figured it was a way to get my mom to take
2: me. So there you go, that works, <laughs> and it worked out pretty good. That's it good worked call. out pretty well.
3: Well, our lives are similar. When I was young, I used to put on all of those great singers also and dance, and sometimes I'd throw on my sister's dress. Well, it led me to the career where I impersonated Jane Russell for 43 years. But anyway, I, one never knows what one is going to do when one is little. Um, so p- people out there, if your son is wearing dresses, he could be a star one day. Listen to you. <laughs> but uh, but you you certainly uh, caught it. You know, it's I've heard a lot of people try to sing Swing, and it sounds like I don't know why. It's not quite what it is because my ear knows the real way. When you sing Swing, you've got that frank relaxation in your voice and in your person. I can hear the, and hey, I'm just singing it along because I'm hanging out kind of with my friends and it's really a nice day. And I like that idea rather than I'm
2: sitting here with my oh, that tense crap. Right. Uh, you got it. You, you definitely got we it. We should tell people too just so they know like you do have a new album coming out, but you do have two other albums. You have an album entitled Red and then I know you have a Christmas album. That you yes, did a couple years um, ago.
5: I recorded Red with Maverick Records. Uh, Steve Tyrell produced it. David Foster produced it, um, released it in 2005. Uh, that was my, my senior year of high school. I graduated from high school and I, re- I released that album the same week. Um, so it was a very, very intense mm-hmm. uh, year. John, um, would,
3: and, would, yeah, would you be so kind as to autograph and send me the Christmas album? And oh, I absolutely. promise I'll play it at Christmas time. Because it's it. got to be wonderful. I we'll mean, bring you back
2: on yeah, at Christmas time. Too. If you do the songs, Christmas songs
3: that I love. Do you do "Sleigh Bells Ring"? I do. Sleigh Bells Ring. Are you? Listening? Oh my gosh! It's one of my. He's going to be like. Uh, he's going right. to be so like in I'm love. A fan, I'm a fan with John. John's my <laughs> fan now. You know, I got enough of the young kids on that I don't know what the hell they're doing or who they are. It's nice to have a young boy like you that's living in my era. It's a compliment to me and people my age, fifty.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's actually, yeah. what's your Twitter? People in the chat room want to know how to follow you on Twitter. What's your Twitter? Yes, J.B. Stevens IV. J.B. Stevens IV, like a, like a Roman numeral four.
5: Yes, I'm John Stevens IV. <laughs> okay. And don't forget when you sign it, to, do it to run,
3: my very best, dearest, longest friend <laughs> in the world. Because when you're super famous, I could sell it and you make a lot of money. <laughs> no, because it has
2: your name on it. You won't be able to. Oh, that's true. <laughs>
3: just, no, just sign it very big. <laughs> John Stevens. So when you're like Madonna, the male Madonna, I can say I have a John Stevens on eBay for sale for twenty thousand
2: dollars. There you go. I yeah. think that's funny. So you've got your 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 band, John Stevens band. What I want to do is I want to I don't know if we have time. We probably have time. I want to play the other song too. I want people to really get to hear you because like I'm I'm so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to have a musical guest that he likes the music. Oh thank God it happens and, every uh, now and then. <laughs> and uh, and plus I think that you're doing something that nobody, you know, nobody does. You're actually like kind of like you've created this niche for yourself. You know, you, Michael Buble, I mean, there's not even, you can't even count five people on one hand. Yeah, but Jimmy, today, retro is so in. I mean, Beryl,
3: Beryl Davis, who was a fabulous singer, she sang with Sinatra, by the way, for years, as well as Jane Russell did. Beryl Davis had a following of 30 and 35-year-old people. I used to go to her concerts, and I was amazed how they got up and they were dancing like from the 1950s and 60s. Your music or my music, our music, is back. People are loving it. Tony Bennett's doing it. I mean Johnny Mantis is back
2: again, big and strong. You're big and strong. You should be contacting Turner Classic Movies and like getting somehow doing something with them. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, because it's all retro. Idea. It's all retro, by the way. Right. Um we signed you to the record label. I'll work all that out for you. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, Jimmy's a wizard. There. Jimmy is, I mean, I never, we're getting married in, in California. We're not getting married this October. Of course, I found out if we got married in New York, it's not legal in Pennsylvania. And I don't like Pennsylvania for it. So we're leaving. And we're going to be living either in L.A. or New York where it is legal. Then we will marry. And I forgot what I was talking
2: about. About how good I am at those things. Oh, Jimmy,
3: Jimmy <laughs> works around the clock. Jimmy, Jimmy has a client. He overdoes it. I never get to see him. But years, you know, in in Europe, they have a thing called opera. And opera is heard over and over again by many generations of people. In this country, it's called old. Let me pass on to you again, as I say every week Lauren Bacall, Humphrey Bogart's wife, told me at lunch Ron, a movie is only old after you've seen it. And that's the same thing with music. Music is only old after you've heard it. And people that haven't heard your music, it's new music. So wake up, dummies. You don't have to have screaming belters and deliriously people running around in panties and bras getting humped to be called entertainment. Right. You can have a glass of wine, light a candle, be with someone you love, and put John Stevens on with low lights. There you go. And whatever happens, thank John for
2: it. So here we go. <laughs> well, so what are we going to do? He's he's actually true. Everything he's saying is true. Oh, I don't bullshit. On I this think show. that you don't. Uh, I get in trouble. I think here there's a lot. only like a handful of people doing what you're doing, and well, and no, I, we have a couple of winners. I mean, we I'm have, talking about that are in their 20s doing it though. No, like, no, no. Well, they, these guys are older. Yeah, but, that's my saying. We could
3: run through the list of names of singers that are as good as you, different style. What about – what's his name? He's wonderful. Ron
2: Boudreaux. I love him. I he's know, good. but that's not the point. The point is he's no, bringing back is, no, something. No, the point I'm
3: trying to bring out is John Stevens is not the only one that's doing this. What I'm do- saying is there are so many artists that are doing it, which means it pays off and people want it. Because if you were the only one doing it and you fell on your face, then we know it stinks. But the fact that we have Tony Bennett back, I mean big names are back doing this, booking – Listen, let
2: Jimmy book you a concert. Actually, somebody said, somebody said Sammy Davis in the, uh, in the actual chat room, too, which is funny because when I was like 12, I threw out a baseball at a Braves game, and then I went and met Sammy and Davis, but I didn't know Sammy who he Davis was. I didn't know no who he way. was because I was like 12, but I actually got to meet him and take a picture with him, but I didn't know who he was. Well, right. That's how old Jimmy is. <laughs> oh,
3: I wasn't born yet
2: when Sammy was professional. Yeah, that's right. Listen to you. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. Let's do You Could Have Said. So introduce You Could Have Said. Chad, you okay with it?
4: Um, I'm lowering the lights right now and lighting candles.
2: Okay, okay, good. All right. So go ahead, yeah, John. You have Introduce to get, it. Chad, you go get your girlfriend. Though. All right. Roger. So this, this, this is You Could Have Said.
5: It features Randy Pingree on trombone.
6: Okay, baby. Wait, wait. Goodbye, sayonara, adios and so long There's many ways to say goodbye, but you got them all wrong. You could have said, see you around town. You could have said, was nice while it lasted. You could have said many things in place of goodbye. But you smiled and waved your lily white fingers without a moment's pause. And left me with tears in my eyes. You could have said, we'll still be friends. You could have said, why don't we have dinner? You could have said many things to ease the pain. But you packed up and left the things that I gave you Without a moment's pause And left me standing in the rain Please lead me on I don't want this thing to be over Please lead me on All I want is one more glance your shoulders You couldn't say it's not you, it's me You couldn't say that I don't deserve you, you couldn't say those words, cause they're not true But the farewell that you left me with leaves something unsaid You left me still in love with you You couldn't say those words because they're not true. But the farewell that you left me with leaves something unsaid. You left me still in love. You left me so still in love. You left me
2: still in love. That's You Could Have Said by John Stevens. Dude, you're rocking. I think I'm so happy for you and the fact that you're coming out with your own music. And, and just congratulations to you. That Thank you so much.
3: Me, that song brought me back to when I was 16 years old and I was on the Ted Steele American – not – it was Ted Steele dance show on TV. And I won a dance contest. I won a pair of Flag, Flyer, Flag Brothers shoes. Oh, That's wow. how old I am. And – um It was swing music and it made us all happy. We didn't need drugs. We didn't have to go out and do bad things like a lot of the kids do because we had our girlfriend in our candy store where we hung out on 9th Street in Astoria, Queens and we all would party and had our portable radios and go down to Astoria Park or Rainy Park and put a blanket down, make out with our girlfriends while all this great music is on. It was a clean time, a nice time, and I wish it would come back, a little of it, and I'm so happy that you are starting to bring it back with your music. Thank you for helping me uh, keep what was
2: classic, classic. Morley wants to know if you hung out with Al Jolson.
3: <laughs> Morley? No, I... Fucking That was funny. Morley, if I didn't love you so much, I would come back with a very wicked answer. No, I didn't know Al Jolson, but I did know Marie Antoinette, and she said she adored you, that you were the most talented comedian when you were at her court doing jokes.
2: <laughs> and Louis the King liked you also. All right, bad, everybody. So they lost their heads over you. So, John, you got any, uh, anything else we need to know to promote for you real quick? I don't think so. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm, on, you know, I'm online. So
5: check, look, look me up, Johnstevensband.com.
2: And uh, when the album actually comes out, we'll bring you back because he loves you, and that way yeah, we can play some more you're, songs you're from him. So we'll a, have you come back. Well, you and I are going to stay in touch anyway. And, you're um, a
3: very handsome, clean-cut, good-looking American and I love looking at you because it makes me feel that we still have some terrific people in this country.
5: Thank you so much.
3: Great compliment. And please do come back. You Absolutely. So
2: everybody, John Stevens, go check out johnstevensband.com. We want to thank you. Say goodbye to everybody in the chat room. Thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll be in touch with you. And if you need anything, you let us know. And thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you. Bye-bye.
5: See ya. Bye now. What
2: a nice See now kid. what a cool kid, right? Wasn't nice, that fun, cool. Chad? What do you think? Wasn't he cool?
4: I like it, bringing style back to music.
3: Well, you know what? It's a, it's a great music. Swing music was terrific. I mean, Benny Goodman. Come on, I mean the you know all the great um, orchestra leaders of the time were phenomenal, black as well as white, and the music was swinging and it was great and it was you know not prejudice music because white people danced to all the great black band leaders of the day and no one had that mindset of. Oh, my God, throw them out, arrest them, they're black. They were allowed into the clubs that, of course, were allowed at that time in the
2: Americas. In and that's America. our third crooner that we've had then because we had him. But he's different yeah, but, this is big band. But
3: it's nice. It's, it's refreshing. You don't always have to listen to a belter who yodels or those horrible people that sing about killing you in the street and beat, beat the bitch up. I know. I know.
2: We got that part. We yeah, I mean, you know, I always do that. I just,
3: <laughs> I have such a war with those people. One day one of them are going to shoot me, but uh, you'll probably kill me on sight. <laughs> But, no, he's good. I enjoy that. But I like all music. You know, if you truly love music, you love OK. I love opera. I
2: love Tchaikovsky. Uh, it really Tchaikovsky. Is, I like, love... When I was saying there's only a handful of people, there are only a handful of people that are, like, in their 20s that are early like this that are well-known. I mean, he's very well-known. You know, uh, Michael Buble is very well-known. Okay, but, Jimmy, what
3: about the day I was driving in the car with you and I almost passed out from shock when Joya Bruno, who is a fabulous singer, but she's a rock and roll singer – he had in the car uh, stereo, uh, For Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only. But
2: that's not crooner, or big
3: band I don't music. care. It's gorgeous singing. Oh, I'm not it was, saying that. She was crooning. She was crooning. She okay. was singing like a normal person. She was singing like this boy sings. For Your Eyes Only. I play it all the time. It's one of my favorite songs. And, and uh, she did a brilliant job
2: with it. But I mean like the standards, I guess I should say then. Because there aren't a whole lot of people singing well, standards. Well, that song now is
3: getting quite old. For Your Eyes Only. It's about 35 years old. So when does it become a standard?
2: It's not a standard in the but, great but, American songbook type when, of But when would it
3: become? It's 35 or forty. No, years
2: old. I don't have any idea because they don't do that when it's regular. They just say it's a classic song.
3: No, it's, it's like a classic it's song. It's from the
2: James Bond film. But this, Bond is, Bond is, but this film of, is a different kind of music, and this so is, this is different. This is
3: the, actually, Jimmy, this music was from my sister's time, and my sister's 10 or 11 years older than I am. So, I mean, I was a very, very young boy when this music was out. I don't remember it. I heard it from my family playing it as I grew up. But I'm from the rock and roll days. I'm from the you know, Heaven uh, Earth Angel. That's my time. You're right. No, you're right. No,
2: no, you're right. uh, My whole point, though, I just want to get my point. Don't. Since I work in the music industry, there are not five crooners that are famous in the world that you can that are under Why, twenty, you've, you've under f-
3: thirty years old. Oh, well, you've got five famous crooners already.
2: I know, but I mean, under thirty years old that are promoting this kind of music, there are not anybody that you can name. He's one of the first. He's he's pioneering. Actually, we don't have
3: anybody else his age that's doing.
2: Nobody that. does it that I not that it's famous that you like know about. I mean, he's been on every major TV show in the world. He's, well, all
3: the people we have that croon are famous. We have a lot Ron, of, Ron is
2: good Ron is famous He's not famous Ron's not famous No Why? He's going to be eventually one day He should be famous He's great uh, He's not famous Who said He's going to be Who said he's not famous Well he hasn't been on David Letterman uh, Jay Leno oh, those, you shows, know, live, those shows don't make him famous show.
3: Who the hell cares about their stupid opinions It's the people out there that buy music It's their he opinions doesn't <laughs> He doesn't have a record yet He doesn't have a record So what, what, what did he do record?
2: on our show? Bang spoons? He played, he played covers See this is original music He wrote these songs Yeah so what did Ron do? He did covers of Frank Sinatra he did Frank Sinatra covers. They
3: were great. Or they
2: were fantastic. He's got a phenomenal voice. He's, he's working. And he's working on an album right now. He's a fantastic talent.
3: Got, I mean, there's a lot of great crooners out there bringing back the songs of the 30s and the 40s. And
2: you have Michael Buble as the only really famous person who I mean, sold millions and millions of records. Yeah, well, and then Josh a, Groban, but he's yeah. more opera. I mean,
3: yeah, that's true. But these, these guys, I mean, John, I'm not, John is in there with those fellows. Everybody
2: that we bring on the show is a good saying. I mean, we don't bring any. You hardly ever have anybody that you say. We in the whole no. time you've been on the show, maybe three or four people, which we can't say who. Yeah, no. Oh, no. Harry Connick Jr. more. He's right. But he's not in his 30s. He's not under 30. He's like in his 50s. <laughs> but he's right. Harry Connick Jr. does that There's stuff. There's so
3: many crooners out there. Great crooners. Great, great crooners.
2: Morley's leaving, so say goodbye to Morley and goodbye, tell him to say hi to, to Marie Antoinette. <laughs> yes. And Morley, Morley, uh, oil your wheelchair. I heard it
3: squeaking like crazy and driving everybody at the home mad. <laughs> Have a good day, Morley.
2: Love you to death. Bye. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So, Chad, what's going on with you?
4: What do you mean what's going on me? I'm doing the Jimmy Starr show right now that's right and enjoying every minute of it that's you know right. I
2: better be good
3: to Morley because Morley's the, the writer and one of the producers of the movie I'm gonna, we're going to be in called uh, The Registry The Registry and Mile and His Soul that's right so we have to be very nice we have to kiss up to that we love Morley I, I love him I don't, I don't have to kiss up to him I love him
2: already there you go Morley's a sweet you to ask boy. him any, you to ask Chad anything
3: yeah I always ask Chad what he's eating <laughs> so I can go into shock <laughs>
4: What am Are we I doing eating?
3: like vegetables again, like like monkey food?
4: Yeah, it's weird. I've been doing like raw vegetables and fruits <laughs> during like work hours. But when I get home, I cook more stuff. But today I got like cantaloupes, carrots, grapes, uh, cherries, oh, that's good. oranges, bananas, strawberries. Didn't make a breakfast sandwich, and I got some garlic chicken. All water today. And,
3: and you're going to still tell me week after week you don't get diarrhea if I'm not?
2: Nope.
4: you got to be
3: kidding. That that was nice things to say. (laughs) We're human beings. Everybody has diarrhea. Even Jane Russell had diarrhea once. It was a story she told me that I will not tell. But uh, (laughs) when she was making Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, She had been drinking quite a bit and her stomach was upset and she was wearing a rather tight outfit when she was doing a dance number. And, Uh you know, she thought she had gas, but it wasn't. And she had a little staining and had to get taken off the set and cleaned up and taken back on. A little staining. So, you know, a little thing, a little story like that. But um, actors, I mean, Robert Mitchum, a friend of mine who was a writer, she was on a film with him. She said he kept passing gas when he was in a space suit. (laughs) <laughs> and then he would lift the, the hood off and tell people smell <laughs> I mean, Oh geez. <laughs> Robert Mitchum was wild but there's Hollywood stories you know Yeah, I, I mean, don't
4: have any gastric problems I have yeah, more problems I mean, when I Clark eat like Clark Abel beef.
3: would eat garlic if he had to do a scene if he was made of Joan Crawford they would oh, both really? eat garlic when they had to talk <laughs> and kiss so you know stenches and smells are human people I think that's hilarious
2: oh, it's, it's like perfume to some alright so here's what we're going to do <laughs> so, uh, so you guys next Wednesday if you're going to be in the New York area at 40 grove there's going to be an album release party for international Nova's point of no return his new album hits stores on tuesday very very excited it's a monarchy records release the single's getting lots of airplay there's a few radio stations that it's one of the most requested songs Uh, the name of the song is photogenic we're going to play it for everybody and then when we come back we'll probably be talking to michael damian so here is photogenic by international nova (laughs)
1: international nova I want that runway so fast. She got those six inch heels. But Shorty looking right, gotta try to feel. But real quick, take a photo. And bend it over Shorty, damn, that's a photo. Ha, I throw the bands for that promo. Bands that make a dance, I get it down. So it'll go, 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 go down. And hey, put it on the Shorty, slow down. Ha, I put it down for the night. But she can get it anytime, hit it on sight. Girl, I'm your photographer Only time she's good when I'm up inside of her <laughs> I think this girl, she's the right one Miss Photogenic, Jenny it down with a nice Ready. All I wanna see is you, my little sexy lady. Little mama, bad, bad, I want you, baby. I think I'm dreaming this reality. I wanna so bad, my twisted fantasy. I wanna go down so I can bring her up. I let her be my queen, and she can run it up. <laughs> I run it back to the full lips. She run it back, shorty, too thick. <laughs> I gotta pause for that photo. Anything is good, hold it down for that promo. <laughs> Now bring it back, love me long time. Now bring it back, I want it long time. I think this girl, she's the right one. Mrs. Photogenic, hold it down with a nice comes
2: And that's photogenic by international nova and I can already see that we got Michael Damien in the house. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Starr show. Hey, how are you? I am good. There's a chat room full of people and they're like fanning. It says that they're fanning themselves right now. So welcome back to the Jimmy Starr show. <laughs>
7: oh, it's great to be back on with you.
2: Good. Before we get started, just let me introduce you again to our cool outrageous man about town Ron Russell. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hi,
8: how
3: are you? Good, happy you're back. We can have some more fun.
8: I know, it's been a long time. I know it has,
3: but it was a good time. Don't you remember we had (laughs) cigarettes? We had cigarettes after we spoke. What? (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know. I don't smoke. <laughs> Neither do I, but it was just, you know, a pun. It sounded good.
9: <laughs> you know, it it sounded like, good at the time. You're well, right. like
3: the old cliches in the 1940s movies when they wanted the audience to know they had sex, they lit up cigarettes. So, so Michael, oh there's this,
2: say hello to the chat room, Michael. There's a whole bunch of people in there, and there's specifically someone named Eve Bash and Leslie Nevarez that are like, they're fanning oh themselves God. and fainting. So say hello to the chat oh. room.
8: Hey,
2: everyone in the chat room. It's great to have you. There you go. Too bad we can't have your cute face on here. I know. One of these times we're going to get you to Skype because everybody, everybody in the chat room saw our last guest and they were like, are we going to get to see Michael Damien? And I said, oh, I don't think we're going to get to do it today, so we'll set it up another time.
3: And when you Skype I'm us, don't so wear a shirt. I'm so sorry. When you Skype us, don't wear a shirt. <laughs>
7: you know, I... You know, I might be able to Skype, I might be able to do it on my, I'm on my iPhone, I don't know, I mean, I can, I've Skype before on the iPhone, I could try if you want, but.
3: Yeah, just reverse oh. it to yourself, make it flip around for you, and then hit Skype and you'll come right through. And then take your shirt I, off. But <laughs> I haven't, but I,
2: I haven't... Let I these haven't broads felt, melt. Actually... I, I called you um, yes... Go ahead and try it. Try and call us on Skype. And if it doesn't work, we'll go back to this because we got time. Call us on Skype. Reverse the camera to show you. It's probably going to hang uh, up.
3: (laughs) So all the girls chat room will go on fire they'll all be melting. they're all
2: saying yeah take your shirt <laughs> no. hey, I'm I'm gonna like, ask them, hey girls
3: you. how about the pants
6: too no no no, no. come
2: no, on I now we're pg-13 no, you just want to see what they say I okay hear with the girls i don't
3: care if he's seen without his pants yeah this is a family funny. show you guys <laughs> come on. yeah it's
2: a family <laughs> show you're right it's a family, <laughs> family show <laughs> What family? i gotta keep I gotta adam's family adam's family
10: show
2: i don't have your i don't have your phone number what's
10: going on here uh
4: Oh, just can punch you in just punch in W4CY radio.
2: Yeah, Chad. Oh, you, on you Skype it. you can punch in W4CY Wait, C-Y let, radio. Let Chad,
3: tell him. Chad's the only one around here with brains.
4: What? You're the only one with brains in this show. Now just search W4CY radio altogether, lowercase, one word. It'll Probably pop up in West Palm uh, Beach. Gene
9: is as
3: tipsy as they come.
4: For the, in the <laughs> search. Ser- that's search. Okay. Yeah. Tell me
9: the
4: name again. W4CY radio. W, W4. C-Y
8: radio. Yeah. Okay. W-4. Sorry, uh, yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Skype directory trying to search. Just hit
3: the ITV uh, on top. And no, 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 no. no. Oh, he right. doesn't do that. Don't oh, say that. Okay, Chad, you tell him. See, <laughs> I'm not the, I'm Gypsy as Dean. <laughs> dean and I together.
9: W-4-C-Y radio. Yeah. Yes.
7: I'm, yeah, I'm trying that, but... Um,
10: Oh, Oops, let i I'm sorry. While you're, while while you're listening, oh, everybody's yeah, telling you it. that
2: they fell in love with you when they were young and that they're still in love with you. <laughs> you found us? I
10: think
8: I found you guys. <laughs> well, I'm so honored that, that people like me at all. <laughs> Are you kidding? I might have to hang out.
3: Besides being a good actor, you're good looking and you have a nice personality. And a, a great
2: singer. Guy. Yeah, and you can sing. What else do you do uh, that You
9: well?
2: oh, want to tell us guys, something guys. else you're good at? They are all saying that they oh. fell in love with you with your first Rock On video.
9: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> There's a bunch of lonely okay. heart women in that chat room. You know, one
9: of them
3: <laughs> says she has your pictures all over the wall. We got hungry broads, <laughs> hungry broads in the chat room. Careful, Michael. They're hungry. <laughs> they're like they're like old maids.
9: No, they're, <laughs> they're not. very religious. They're like
2: those. They're like those Catholic girls that are still virgins at ninety. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> that tricking. F- it says, "How can we not love you?" That's funny. The girl in France. Hey, I remember just, I, I'm Catholic you know. now. <laughs> oh, you know what? Something. What was that? Okay.
7: That, that's the. Floor. Can you hear me now?
2: Yeah, I can hear you, but I don't see you. Chad, Yeah, try and call us on Skype, I, and if it doesn't go through, call call us back. Yeah, you just hang up.
3: Okay. In the meanwhile, I'll sing from okay. an aria from La Tosca. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rolling. You think this will work, Chad?
4: Uh I sure.
3: It's fun that we have all this time. I could be talking to Peter, Peter Mark Jacobson, instead of playing like, let, let, let's look at my naked body. Well, this is going to be cute, though, if this works. It's going to work, Jimmy. I told you it would work. You said, no, 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 you can't do it. There you go. It. He's going to come I- in. Oh, no, but I
2: don't see a picture, though. No picture. He'll, he'll come in. I uh, no, Turn the camera
4: around I- to face you. No, you might have had to hit video call. Did you, oh, hit, did you video hit video call or call? video call,
3: Michael?
7: Yep. Uh, let's see. Front camera... And I tried front camera, and I tried back camera. Um,
4: it, it Something did pop up saying you don't have the software for video, but I sent it, so whatever that means.
7: Um, back camera, front camera, <laughs> reverse camera, any
2: camera. I don't think it's going to work. All Come right. right. Well, we'll oh, have, well. We got so just stay there. Just stay there, and we'll talk to you there, girls, and we'll work it out like, one of these days. Like, Better girls. quality audio. Girls use I'm your
4: sorry. imagination.
3: Girls just use your imagination. Just remember <laughs> what he looks like. Now undress him.
7: <laughs> oh no And then have a fabulous masturbation fantasy. You're- oh my god. How do you feel about it?
3: <laughs> you know, I once got mail from men as well as a few women that were describing what they wanted to do with me sexually and that they had masturbation fantasies. Okay, this about is not you. good. <laughs> Wait a minute, shut up, Jimmy. And I what do you call it? I got very embarrassed. I mean, and I never get embarrassed over anything. And I thought to myself, I never thought of that, that there are people that when I was younger saw me, thought of me as a sex object. Now, if they would pay me, I wouldn't mind, but nobody, <laughs> nobody was willing to even give me five bucks. <laughs> so screw them I'm not going to be anybody's everybody everybody fantasy.
2: everybody in the chat room is saying he's a married man and uh, even as much as they would like to see him without his clothes on he's married and he's taken and so they just love him anyway the only man to Aww. love is a married man because it's safe there you go so let's go back welcome again to the Jimmy Star Show we are one of these days going to work out of Skype 1 because everybody wants to get to see you on the show yes. we want to we'll welcome you back we want to let everybody know one of the things that we're going to be talking about now is the fact that you're beginning next week on Tuesday September 3rd you're going back on Young and the Restless Wow!
7: Yeah, That's- it's going to be. Uh, it's it, you know, it's one of those. I have to say, it's um, it's a bittersweet event. Uh, you know, we lost, of course, Jeannie Cooper, the Absolutely. matriarch it's- it's of Jeannie's daytime, be- and and I love Jeannie, and she was just so wonderful always to me, and and uh, it's really going to be. Uh, it, it, it was tough to shoot the show. I got to be honest with you. Not only is it going to be wonderfully. I think spectacular because it's a two-day event uh, episode, but um, you've got Corbin Burnson, Jeannie Cooper's real son in real life, playing, you know, an integral role, uh, you know, doing this incredible, incredible scene. So it's sort of like it's—he's playing a character, but it's happened in real life. Do you know what I mean? So the, the right. fine line is so—it's so thin that it's—you—you—you you, you at times when we yell cut, we kind of, you sometimes think it's just pretend and you're acting, but do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's very it's strange not. to be, it's not. And, and, and she's really gone. And, and there were, I have to say there were a lot of tears on and off camera and, you know, uh you know, we had to stop at times, you know, because it was really, it was really tough for people, but it was also beautiful and, um, some wonderful things that you're going to see and, 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 images. And, um, I was, I was, really honored when they asked me to sing a, a tribute song f- you know to for her and for the event uh for her memorial event and so i i think it's really you know i, I hope everyone likes it it was it was a. Uh, I was really thrilled that i could you know play a, a small part in this uh this beautiful uh you know two-day show event that's going to happen
2: so basically, uh, first of all, we should say Jeannie Cooper, she played Catherine Chancer, which a, a funny story is that I, I, my mom watched Young and the Restless up until she died like eight years ago or whatever in her, in her eighties. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was a mm-hmm. huge, huge fan of the show and she brought, and I would come home from school or I would stay home and sick from school and I would watch it. So when you were on uh with you and cricket and everybody like that's when I actually used to watch it a whole lot and I thought the thing was awesome I loved it that's when I found out about you as a singer I think it's super cool so now you're going back and, and Young and the Restless even though I don't watch soap operas now cuz I'm working in the daytime has always been like you know a part of my life and um the fact that you're going back now and you're going to be singing that's when I'll stop loving you right Oh that's what you did yeah, say I guess cuz you've already done it <laughs>
7: Yeah, we already. Yeah, we, we shot it uh, a few few weeks back, and uh, you know, it's really uh, pretty amazing too. Is that CBS was able to assemble, you know, a huge cast for this uh, show, for these two shows, you know. So it's really, uh, it's really great to see everybody coming together, and and it felt really good to be with with all my old castmates and and sharing stories about Genie and and you know what I mean, just reminiscing and G- G- on G- and was- off camera.
3: Jeannie was television history. I mean, she, I remember she really was. From yeah. when I was a kid in high school. I never watched soap operas, except I used to watch this as the world turns because I was dating mm-hmm. one of the actors at the times, Casey Michaels. He was one of the, uh, the the gorgeous blonde tab hunter types that was on <laughs> one of those soap operas. And I remember running home from high school, looking at him and then saying, oh, tonight I'm going to be with him. And he used to take me to the Greenwich Village to one potato, two potato for hamburgers. That's how young I was. Anyway, that, that was my experience <laughs> with soap operas. And I really oh, but Jane, never did got it. I love that. Stuff. Yeah, it's right. I don't know if it's still there, but it was in Greenwich Village years ago. And Casey Michaels played at the, uh, the Blue piano- Note. He was a piano player also at the Blue Note. And Casey, if you're out there and you ever hear this, contact me. I'd love if you're still alive. Because he was, I was like 16. He was 35. So, I mean, if you're still alive, Casey, give us a buzz. I'd love to catch up. Listen to
2: I you. Love- so let's go back to this, though. I love so- how we
3: say, sang- I love that segue i was like what do we what oh, I, happened i segue all over michael you know what it is i know people, i was like people like a little bit of everything in an interview they don't like see i'm an interviewer for years i don't do an interview that beats people up with the stuff you have to say you got to bring in comic relief and then do a plug a little comic relief and then do a plug otherwise yes. it becomes a commercial
2: and nobody wants to listen to a radio show that's a commercial i feel don't yeah. you? Absolutely. So I want to go no. back to the song, though, because I want to know, is that your song? I don't know. I went on iTunes, and I couldn't find that song.
7: No, it's actually written, especially it was written for, I, I think it's written for the show. Um, I just know the producers sent it to me and said, would you like to do this song? And I heard it, and I was like, oh, my God, I'd be thrilled and honored to do it. So uh, I had not heard the song before. Uh, actually, I think that they used it for when when Young and the Russes did a tribute
2: in May they did do it. Yes. Yeah.
7: So they, they it sort of uh, became a theme song for her and, and uh, but it was a different artist sang it and and so uh, they asked me if I could do sort of a piano uh, rendition and more so, intimate. Michael,
3: when does when does it air? What
2: day? Tuesday.
3: Oh, this coming Tuesday? Yeah, this coming Tuesday. Where was I? Asleep? Did yes. you say it?
2: Tuesday, September 3rd, you guys. I guess it's Tuesday, September 3rd, and Wednesday, September 4th okay. is when this show is going like, to actually air. And we'll um, watch. Just to, for people who are fans of Young and the Restless, I know a lot of the people that came back, and they, they did a press release of the fan favorites coming back, so you had Laura Lee Bell who played cricket. That's when I used to watch it, when you guys were like hanging out. And uh, Trisha who who is Nina Webster, Bo Kaiser, who is Brock Reynolds, Adrian France, who is Amber Moore, Patty Weaver is Gina Roma. And then and basically the whole show is saying a goodbye to uh, to uh, Catherine Chancellor, which is Jeannie Cooper. And he's gone. He disappeared. What happened, Chad? We lost, Mike. There we go. We lost him. Um, I Mike, wish we could play the song, but come, we can't play this back, one because we don't have Mike. it. Hopefully he's calling back in a second. Mike, He'll come, call come, back. Come back. Mike. There he is. Nope, that's not him. But anyway, you guys, the show's gonna be on Tuesday. Um, it's, it's The Young and the Restless. It's such a great show. Uh, Michael Damian was on it for a long time. I love uh, I, everybody knows him from Rock Gone. He did that song, Rock On, which is like yeah, – every time we awesome. talk to
3: Michael, it's a good show because he's such a sweet guy. You know, for a very, very, very famous television actor as well as singer, he's such a, a down-to-earth – And he's done a bunch of movies. Yeah. And I mean, he films he, well, too. I, I said actor. He's a regular Joe. I mean, you know, you talk to him, you feel like you know him all your life like you're hung oh, out And he's a him.
2: heartthrob. And he's heart hey, welcome back.
3: <laughs> We're talking about you behind your back. We're saying all nice things. <laughs> Oh, you guys are so awesome. No, but, but it's uh... true. I said talking to you is like talking to the buddy you grew up with. You're not a pretentious oh.
2: snob, and you're a great actor, TV singer. I mean, you're a, tri- a triple threat. And you're a heartthrob. The girls are still going crazy. They right. were like, when you disappeared, they were like, where'd he go? Right. <laughs> of oh, course, you God. know why? They, they, they all had to stop their vibrators to, no, no, you know, no, no. <laughs>
3: Well, what they, oh, their necks were hurting from, from watching their computers and typing. They had to turn, okay. their, they had to turn their vibrators on Okay, off.
2: that works. Thanks,
3: Ron. Thanks. What, what Thanks. I, you have a dirty mind. I don't know what you think <laughs> I am. I mean, you know, I know I this. No... one girl out there in particular. She has a stiff neck, and she has to use a vibrator uh... to relax it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Michael, let's let's pitch it one more time. So you're going to be on Tuesday and Wednesday, September 3rd and 4th. It's on CBS, everybody. Um, it's a tribute to Jeannie Cooper. Yeah, um, great actress. It, uh, she's basically like a legend in television, mm-hmm. um, and she's super awesome. You're going to be singing That's When I'll Stop Loving You, which I guess eventually they're probably going to release that after you sing it so everybody right. can go and buy it. And, well, you know- um, Go ahead.
7: Oh, no, as I said, you know, I, I, I've, been, I've been getting people asking me about the song, and I'm... I, I actually I'm gonna find out what, what the story is and if they could get that up on ITunes that would be fantastic. Um you know, I just um I recorded it for for that for that episode and I'm not sure what the plan is, but um you know, it, it was um it's kind of an interesting setting and I can't really give away too much of the story, but how how they how they're doing it is I think pretty classy the way they the writers uh sure incorporated always... the song and, and
9: sure.
7: it's it's also kind of it's kind of nice the way they bring all the cast members together, and and there's some really um, heartfelt stories, and and uh, you know there's some really nice closure uh, that that I think the fans are going to get to see because you know the fans are I think um, this is really hard for them as well.
3: Sure, they're um, losing a principal character they grew up with. Are you kidding?
2: Yeah, but it's major I've,
3: dent, major dent. Yeah, Listen, there's so yeah. much. Are you singing I'll Never Stop Loving You? I'll Never Stop Loving You. No, this was actually written no, for I it. Oh, they wrote
2: this They song. wrote this for where, it. Where was I in the show? I don't tonight? know. You weren't paying attention. <laughs>
3: I'm on it. I'm on, a, I'm on, a, I'm on a, Some pill the doctor gave me to stop me from feeding 20 times a day, and it's got
2: me drowsy and weird. Let's go back to it, though. I think they're going to do it, too, and I think it's cool, and we should say, too, because it is a cool thing that Corbin Burnson, uh, who's her real-life son, who's a, a movie star and, and television star also, is going to be back on the show. Um, I think it's a lot of fun, and... I think – you know, I didn't realize – because like, I went on Facebook to promote the fact that you're coming on the show. And there's like 50 groups dedicated to the Young and the Restless on Facebook.
3: Oh, it's a big – that show been forever. I was like – how, like, how many years is that show on? Um, well,
7: I, I think it started in 73. Oh, and sure. Jeannie, Jeannie Cooper was in the first episode.
3: Sure. Yeah, That's so – so, time. You better believe it. Yeah. So I wasn't even born So in 40 years – oh,
7: of course. We just had our 40th anniversary – uh, we had the Young and the Restless fan club 40th year event um, just uh, last week, and it was really a beautiful special event. And they showed clips, and they did a beautiful tribute video for the for the fan club uh, people, the members to see. And uh, after we did, all the cast signed autographs, it was really it was really a wonderful event. And it's a so I know it's. Pardon two generation
3: me? show. Pardon for cutting in. It's a two generation show.
7: You're uh, absolutely, absolutely right. We have the moms show. are with their kids and even the grandkids were were at the event. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing.
2: I mean, Actually, this girl in the chat room named Eve Bash, she says that she was three years old when the show started and that you're her absolute favorite singer, actor, and human being. So, um, dude, like, you have like very devoted fans. I, I, I think, again, we should just congratulate you on what a, a great career that's still moving forward. Tell us what, what else you got going on. What's new in, in the life of Michael Damien? Michael, we lost you. Is he still there?
3: Mike? Mm. Well, um, hang up.
2: Mike, are you there? He's eating. eating. <laughs> Where's that, Chad? <laughs> we're having very time. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, can you now we can hear, we can me? hear you. A little, a little... Yeah, now okay. can you hear us?
7: Yeah, you sound fantastic. Okay. Um, right now, what I'm doing is, um, I'm sorry, next time I'm going to be in a fixed position, you know, on my laptop where I can see you guys and we won't be cutting in and out. I apologize. That's okay. Okay. okay.
3: Cell phones stink anyway. We're having storms here, so you might have a lot to do with it. We've had thunder and lightning and, and tremendous storms. And that might be interfering with your cell phone. <laughs> no, seriously, because he comes in you know, for, through Chad. You come in through Florida to Pennsylvania. You don't come directly to us. You go to our studio, which yeah, is no, W4CY in Palm Springs.
2: No, Palm Beach. Palm Beach. <laughs> Palm Springs is in California. I think. I have to get off this medication. I know. Go back, Michael. Tell us. So tell us what what's, what's going on in the world of, of, of Michael Damien.
7: Well, um, I, just, I'm, I just finished a, a new screenplay for a, a project called A Royal Christmas that uh, I plan to shoot uh, in November, December. And it's one of those – it's a holiday, feel-good, uh, family Christmas film. And so we're looking forward to, to working on that I wrote it with my wife Janine who's my partner and producing partner and I'll be directing it and uh, so we just finished that and we're working on a couple other films that we're gonna we're actually gonna do three films back to back in the next uh, year and a half so That's it's awesome. a really uh, yeah it's 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 amazing we're, we're so thrilled um, uh, just you know I love uh, being behind the camera I love writing directing and, and producing and it's uh it, it's really I'm, I'm very fortunate and you know what's what's so cool is that i you know i get to work with wonderful actors and and you know composers and you know so all the things that i i've spent you know on the other side now i'm now i'm experiencing it you know uh, in a different from a different perspective and it's really really super creative so, so
3: mike how's the wife
7: Janine is fabulous. You, you, you want to say hi? Yeah. yeah. Wait a
3: second. Did, wait. Hey, Janine. Hey, Janine, did didn't hey, you hey, guys man. just have a baby? Last time we talked to you, did we? No, they, <laughs> here, go ahead. You, I, I, I asked if we had a baby. I last jumped in the talk. middle of the baby say
2: conversation. How Janine. Hi. Hi, Janine. Hi, honey. How are
3: you? You're lucky to be married to that hunky thing. You must be super like, hot. All, <laughs> all the women hate your guts. You know that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they they you know, push I you did... under
3: a bus if they could. <laughs>
2: I actually have I actually did get kicked in the shin once, I have to say.
3: You know what you really gotta say? Blow those bitches away in that little chat room. <laughs> say he's fabulous in bed. Eat your hearts out, bitches. <laughs> That's well, what I would be say. Nice, be That's nice. what I would say. Eat your hearts you know, out,
2: he's great in bed. I'm gonna wait wait wait, <laughs> I'm gonna do a pitch though for you. I know you have a famous father, but in case you need any over fifty right. year old crotchety right. man in any of your movies, Ron is a great actor. And if I should
3: die, Jimmy's next one in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing five films. Thank you. I'm busy
3: as all hell. I, I'm going from film to film and doing this crazy show, and plus doing my but it TV would be fun show. You know,
2: Michael Damian movie. Huh? It would be a fun to be in one of his movies that he produces. Oh, so. I'd love
3: to work with Michael. I, I mean, I'd even I'd even do his hair. I mean, <laughs> I. I
2: he knows you know. how to do his own hair, or I do it. But um, he's he's actually a fabulous hairdresser. He actually did Genie's hair. You told him that story. Mm-mm. Oh no! Oh, oh. Tell us. I you know. tell us. Like,
3: Michael, you're a hair burner too. So was I. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: He's he's a fabulous hairdresser. Ch- check
3: it out, I you guys. This is, this is It's a true I story. a Jolie Farm in Sutton Place.
7: It, where'd you work, <laughs> Mike? Mike?
6: Where'd you work? No, he didn't work. No, he I just I does it.
7: No, no, no. What happened was, you know, back in the '80s, I had the tallest hair in on television
2: yes and
7: you no know, but you know if you look at the old photos you'll see um and so i'm with Jeannie cooper in uh, natchez mississippi and we're at a fundraiser and we fly in we get to our hotel and i get a phone call and it's Jeannie calling my room saying michael can you come to my room "Like <laughs> uh sh- sure what's up my hair i need help can you help me do my hair and I was like, well, okay. She's like, the humidity has ruined my hair.
10: Plus you
7: guys had the same haircut. Yeah, plus we had the same haircut. And so <laughs> I She's like, do you have your hair product? I go, yeah, of course. I've got mousse. I've got gel. I've got my dr- blow dry uh, flattening iron. I had it all. So I brought she it up to her room.
3: And, hairpins.
7: and I did her hair like literally like she looked like one of the guys in Flock of Seagulls. I mean, I
3: had a smile,
7: <laughs> and, she, and she looked in the mirror, and she looked, and I said, like, what do you think, Jenny? She's
3: like, I love it. Sure. And so, well, I don't know. So we went to the, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, no. Going, so then we went no, we're getting to the There's so a delay here. There's a delay. Okay, but just let him I, we have to
2: talk so, slowly, Jimmy. There's a delay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Michael.
7: You know, so then we, we put on, you know, I had my tux. I got, went and put my tux on, and she had her beautiful you know, beaded gown on, and we went into this black tie fundraiser event with all the who's who of uh, Mississippi. And uh, it was quite an event. And I just remember bringing her in there with her hair spiked tall. My hair was tall. We looked pretty awesome. And
3: uh, hair from by that day, Michael Damian.
7: And, and Jeannie, we just we we used to just laugh every time in the makeup room when I was saying, Genie, remember when I did your hair? And she was like, Oh, it was the best! And so we 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 shared a lot of fun little little memories, and uh, and she was always so uh, so kind to me to all the other actors. Um, but she was very honest about you know if you asked her something, she would tell you the honest her honest opinion, and and she would say it like it was. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's what really cool. Was
3: she a New Yorker? You know, you I know
7: that's a she's... very good question.
3: Nobody knows what need, she's... We,
7: need to, we need to, you know what? I, I... I know she
8: was in L.A. in the what,
7: late 50s with yeah, my dad. In the 50s, uh, Jeannie Cooper knew Janine's dad, James Best, back in the early, like early in the 50s. Yeah, they were under right. contract with the studio at the same time. I think it was universal.
3: If yeah. she's as open so... and as honest as you say, she sounded like a New Yorker. <laughs> well, L.A. people smear sweet over everything, you know, like yes. Lana Turner said to me once, Ron, remember one thing, everybody's wonderful, everybody's talented, everybody's nice, never, never say a bad word about anybody in the business, and I took Lana's advice, but I wanted to mm. drop another name, Jane Russell, the famous mm. legend, was my dearest friend, and I did Jane Russell's hair all the time, I mean, whenever wow. we went out, so, uh, you know, it's fun doing a celebrity's hair, when you think of the great hairstylist that used to do Jane's hair when she worked, and that she liked the work that I did, quite complimentary, as you are with wow. Jeannie. Wow. Yep. wow.
9: Well, I never awesome got to do world. Lana
3: Turner's hair, but, you know,
9: <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> Lana Turner had the- some head of hair, let me tell you. So we're going to go My- back, so...
2: We're going to go back because we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, and, we're, just, uh, we're expecting a phone we got another phone call, call coming in. in from, but from I don't want to wrap up yet. First, we want to say, everybody, check out Michael Damien yes. and the Young and Restless, Tuesday, September 3rd. They're having a week of honoring the late Genie Cooper. There's going to be cameo visits from all the fan favorites mm-hmm. coming back to the show. It's Tuesday, September 3rd. Follow Michael Damien on Twitter at, at – where is it? At Michael Damien? Are you yep. at Michael, Michael Damien 1? Michael Damien.
7: With the number one, there's another Michael Damien. Just to avoid him. and Go directly to Michael Damien 1 with the number yeah, there one, you
3: go. okay? Check him out
7: at uh, Michael and,
2: Damien 1. Go and, ahead. Michael,
3: would you do me a great big sweet favor? Yes. yes. Would you go yes. on your Twitter and tweet? Twitter, Twitter whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> uh, the, tw- the twatter there. And would you put in everybody to vote, bring back... <laughs> Here goes my I'm Happily mind. Divorced. Bring back Happily Divorced with Fran Drescher. It's been canceled for no reason. It got wonderful reviews. It got high, uh, you know. That's our new platform is we want to bring back platform. Happily Divorced because we get, love that show. And if you we have 300,000 300, people so far wanting it back. Oh, wow. If we can really build it up and bring it back. They'll come back It's to wonderful land. for gay people because it's about a woman that was married to a gay man. They're divorced and they're still friends. And it hits home because I was a married gay man once and I love the movie and I love and adore Fran Drescher. And so, so please, if you can anyway help us get your fans to help us, we would be so happy.
2: There you go. And Peter
3: Mark Jacobs okay. would
2: thank you also. There you go. Well, we want to go back though. Well, yeah, so everybody we wanna say we want to save happily divorced, but we also want to thank Michael Damien and his lovely wife for coming on the show. Make yes. sure you guys get ready for soon. Probably next Christmas, you can watch a Royal Christmas getting filmed this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Tune in to Young and the Restless. Uh, as mm-hmm. soon as we find out about the single, that's when I'll stop loving you. We'll let everybody know. We'll plug and it. For we want to bring you back on the show when we can actually you do video Skype and everybody yep. can watch you. And we also want to thank Jimmy Freeman from CBS for setting up the interview and getting in touch with us to have you oh come yeah, on to promote Jimmy's the up. show. Now, I asked yeah. a question before wasn't
3: there a baby last time I spoke to you? Um, are you I, I mean that I actually had?
8: Yeah, no, well, not you, your wife. You that dummy. is his wife. That is his wife.
9: Oh, thought, was just, that Michael? No, that was that, his you wife. You know what?
8: The question just made my voice drop an octave. I, um, I, thought, no. I thought it was Michael. I said,
7: of <laughs> She did. She, she did sound. She, her voice did go down I, low. It,
2: it did yeah, make my I, voice I, drop. I, I but, you, you know, we're circus a- folk over here. We have to be able to pitch a tent. So, you know, it's, <laughs> a baby's a tough – that's a that's a tough gig. Oh,
5: no,
3: no, no. I'm just trying to think because – Maybe I, it was a
2: dog. Do you have a dog? No, no, no.
5: Somebody I'm contacting
3: with – was a new dad and a new mom, and I wanted to ask how the baby was. But you know what? We'll save it for a question down the road. <laughs> Remember that I asked you, so the next time we talk, you could tell me about the baby down the road. You got get the baby in fact, We'll work on. You know it what? The world the way it is, don't even have kids. It's, it's sad to bring anybody into this crappy world. I brought two daughters, and and they're miserable. Am I unhappy that I made them so miserable? <laughs> they're not married. They have to find husbands. I don't know oh, my is. gosh. Nobody, All right. Nobody gets married. We're not, We're not getting married. He you should here. be We're tweeting going, about that. I want to ask. I want to ask. Um, if my name's on, <laughs> on a pill that's killing me today. I shouldn't have been on the show. Um, Michael, your wife's name. Jeannie. Jeannie.
2: Jeannie. Jeannie. Jeannie.
3: He's sicker than I am. Listen, <laughs> Jeannie. <laughs> Jeannie. Oh, Jeannie. 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 With a J. Jeannie. Jeannie. I'm doped up. I swear to God, that frigging doctor gave me something okay, to just, stop just peeing. because go, we got to go. Wait, go. He said this is going to stop you from peeing? No, it stopped my mind from working. Um, did you want to get married, or did you, like, get forced into it? Me? Are you kidding? Janine. I waited
9: 16 years for him to marry me.
2: You're I in there. You yeah. waited 16 years?
9: Yeah,
3: but he's worth waiting
9: for.
2: I hope so. Actually, you must, you must be worth keeping for all those years, I mean, too, so 16, there you go.
3: I wouldn't have waited 16 days, but
2: well, maybe I would have, depending <laughs> on his shoe size. Oh. Big, well, we met there when we were small children, you know. I think that yeah, you, she, you guys are like a Hollywood-like romance story. Right. Like, they should do like a life story about you and right. your 16 years that you had to wait for the fabulous Michael Damien to you're propose. Like, you're like Brad and Angie cleaned up. Do you have a seven-year-old dog named Baby Bella? Yes we do. <laughs> this lady in the chat room knows everything about you. She's like a stalker. Oh no. <laughs> I bet no. she,
3: I bet she even me. knows Michael's shoe size. <laughs> Let's ask her. Do you know Michael's shoe
2: size? Eve, <laughs>
7: Eve, I love you I, and all the I want to first of all I want to say hello to everyone in the chat room and I love all of you and thank you so much for for being on and 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 listening in and chatting in.
3: Oh my god, they called an ambulance for one of them. <laughs> Oh, she just passed away. <laughs> you killed a bitch in our chat room. Michael, what's wrong with you? You can't say I love you. Eve, all...
2: Eve loves you to death, Michael.
3: She's You can't She's gotta say be like one of I love ones. all of you. Those, those hungry broads take you literally. <laughs> he does. He doesn't really love them. He doesn't even know I do them. Without them, be... Without them, I wouldn't have a career. True. Well, what about us guys? Oh, we love I... you, too. <laughs> 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 I got, I love I got I love about you. 20 gay guys <laughs> that would ball you in a minute. So come on. In two seconds, <laughs> they'd enough... go to bed with you.
2: Janine just ignore Ron. Oh look they no. just hung up on you now. Still <laughs> no, are talking they like did that. Not. Yes they did. You can't talk about stuff like that. They didn't hang up. Are you there? They hung up. No.
0: <laughs> this they do. It?
2: They wouldn't do that. You can't talk about stuff like that. Oh, They're Disney joke. show. No, they hung up. Here
4: they you go. Disney's know. back.
2: He's Okay, I just told Ron well, that you were so offended that you hung up. No, it's all fun. And it's a joke. It's fun. If I, listen, I feel my
3: people out. If I thought you were squares and like, you know, holy rollers, I would be talking about the Lord. But, you know, I know you guys are cool. I mean, he was a hairdresser. Please, he knows hairdressers. They're all screaming feds. I mean, so come on. Give me a break. He only
2: did hurt you one time. He's not a hairdresser. Well, he's, only not, did, he's, did, not, did, he's did, not a hairdresser. He only did hurt you One time. He does does his own hair. I was a hairdresser and
3: I'm a screaming fag, so it's okay. (laughs) It's all fun, kids. I mean, if we don't laugh at the show, what are we going to do? Sit here and talk about commercialism? (laughs) Come on. It's like stupid. (laughs) We wouldn't be the seventh best radio show in the world if it wasn't for my insanity.
2: (laughs) Nice, but okay. (laughs) All right, you guys. So. so, so I, we want to thank both of you for coming on the show. Yes, yes We yes. want to say hello, give a big shout-out to Baby Bella. We want to uh, yes. let you guys say, say, say goodbye to everybody in the uh, chat room because they're, uh, they're all, like, freaking out that you hung up. So say goodbye to everybody in the chat room one more uh-huh. time. I
7: love you guys in the chat room sincerely. Thank you. And, and, and I really do hope you enjoy the show on the 3rd and the 4th uh, next week. And please let me know uh, what you think of, um, of the new song.
2: We will. Absolutely. And everybody and, follow and, Michael Damien on Twitter at Michael one And do one. me another
3: favor. Clear it up right now that you were not offended by what I said, that you did not hang up, <laughs> that you automatically got cut off. Because those gossip mongers are going to write about this tomorrow and make me out to be Ron Russell is as bad as Miley. <laughs>
9: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> and it's offensive. He's like, Ron Russell
3: has offended the world like Miley did.
7: I'm I not going to put you in the same sentence with her. Come on, you're awesome. There you, uh, you uh, go. Thank you, Michael. You're And, funny. I think you are, and listen, yeah. Janine,
3: Janine, when you come on the show with them next time and we're Skyping, wear something low cut with a French push-up bra. Because <laughs> we do have straight guys that watch our show. <laughs>
7: You do know, know Janine is an ex dancer, right? Did I tell you that? No, I didn't know that. Okay, that she works perfect. Low push-up
3: she's, ball she's works. She's got to have a body of gold, my dear. <laughs> she danced
7: with Michael Jackson, Prince. Uh, she's a, she did <laughs> all the videos in the 80s and 90s and the Oscars a million times. And oh, yeah,
2: she's going we'll bring you on by yourself. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to interview you, Janine. I mean, hell yeah. She we got she to laugh. We're interview <laughs> you <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna
3: bring you words yeah, and send you an email and, and and send us pictures of you in like a a thong and a and a, and a little brazier you know, swinging well, from a, a pole. <laughs> swinging there's from a, a pole would be good.
7: There's a lot of pictures of me in my loincloth when I did Joseph and the Technicolor Code. So you can you can check
2: out those photos. <laughs> awesome. So much. So everybody, tune in to Young and the Restless. Michael and Janine, thanks so much for calling in again. Thanks to Jimmy Freeman from CBS. And uh, good luck with the show next week. We'll yes. definitely stay in touch. And anytime you have anything to promote, please come back. We love having you. And I'm going to write
3: about it on my Facebook page so everybody will watch and love you as much as we do. Thanks, guys. Okay. See you again. Bye-bye, you, you, you guys. Bye now.
2: Bye allowed. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's awesome. I
9: love hey, it. I got an unknown
4: caller coming in. Uh, what's the What's the area code? I said unknown caller.
2: Oh, it might be uh. uh Peter, I, Peter, I, Peter.
4: Should Peter we take Mop it for James? a second?
3: Please take it. See if it's Peter Jacobs.
4: Pick up a delivery.
10: Hello. Hello.
3: Who <laughs> are we speaking to?
10: Uh, this is Peter Mark Jacobson. It is.
3: I love you, Peter. I'm so happy you called. I didn't think you would. I thought you were one of those California snobs. But you're not. <laughs> How could you be if you're married to my friend Dreshula? Couldn't be uh, possible.
9: Yes. So listen, well, not married anymore. You anymore but. <laughs> from,
3: back, stop out to me. What's doing with this bullshit that they canceled that wonderful show? Tell me all oh, about thank
10: it. thank you. Well, you know, uh, we were as surprised as anybody else. We were expecting we were on the schedule. And then we got a call from uh, TV Land saying that, you know, they've decided they're not going to pick it up again, which we didn't know why, because the ratings were basically the same as all their other shows. So, uh, but uh, they decided that uh, they were not going to invest more money into it and, uh, because of ratings, they said, and, uh, and uh, lack of funds for TV Lens. So, you know, uh, some fans got together, and they started a page uh, on, uh, on Facebook and uh, called, uh, what is it called? Uh, Uh, I'm going to plug
3: it. It's in my Facebook, and I'm going to push it for, like, the next month. Oh,
10: you're so sweet. (laughs) I'm going to burn it out
3: their asses. They're going to have it burnt all over their asses because I'm pissed (laughs) off. I mean, Fran Drescher is fabulous. You are behind her. There's no question about it. The two of you together are like Lucy and Desi for real. Um, Fran Drescher is, you know, she came from Flushing. I'm from Astoria. So when I hear Fran talk, to me, it's music. It's not, you know, (laughs) a a, a whiny, wangy, whatever. Uh, I love her. She's beautiful. She looks like Rita Hayworth with dark hair. Yes. She's got a body that doesn't quit. She's warm. She's Jewish. She's delicious. She's she's Hamisha. She's fabulous. And her uh, show shows you. Oh, you whatever.
9: So.
3: No, it's true. Whatever friend does, it shows in her work. As the nanny, we all loved and adored her. And playing this this woman that has had a gay husband who's divorced, and the way she handles it is wonderful. I was married. <laughs> I, I yes, was married for see. sixteen years. I have two children. Oh, My there wife. You go. Well, my wife wasn't like Fran Drescher at all about it. It was like I deceived her and took away her youth. Bullshit. She lived like a queen. She had furs, diamonds, and travel. What the fuck is she complaining about? What's your language? Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I get so upset about this <laughs> subject. I, you know, we're on national Maybe your show would do to, better than mine. <laughs> no, we had to clean it up because we go all over the friggin' world. And, like, they understand me in Japan when I say fuck. I mean, you know. Anyway, my uh, Peter... What is it that I can do and Jimmy can do to help you to get this show back on the air? We will do anything you want.
10: Anything. Oh, you're so kind. Well, you know, if you go to change.org uh under uh, TV Land reconsider renewing Happily Divorced, you can sign up there or you can go I on did
3: already. The, I did already. You can go to the
10: TV Land um site on Facebook or or and or call TV Land and write to uh, Larry Jones and uh Uh, Doug uh, Larry Jones and you know if you love the show or want to see more of the show it you know it's a great show for the community it's a great show I think for anyone who's been divorced or just loved somebody and uh, that's the global message of the show love is love so we're just trying to you know show a new a new relationship that uh, is out there but not represented
3: it's not a new relationship. I know so many gay people. I once had a party at my house, and I told my then boyfriend, I said, do you realize how many lesbians are here with their straight husbands and how many gay guys are here with their lesbian wives? And it was amazing how many gay people do marry for their own reasons.
10: Um, Especially at the, the age that, uh, well, I am. You know, I don't know how old you are, but I know for me who's 55. I'm
3: 23.
2: And that, a,
3: if you believe I'm 22, i got a bridge in Brooklyn I could sell you cheap.
2: <laughs>
3: so how's real. My, really,
2: really real quick well, I have real one
3: quick. more question then you can have it how's my franny
10: she's wonderful she's her. great unfortunately her dog is sick and so uh oh. it was a bad week uh, for that so the dog is in the hospital so we're, oh, we're running back and forth yesterday to the hospital but oh. it looks like things are send her, turning send around and kisses
3: from me you know i know laney kazan very well laney was on our show
10: oh uh, we love laney laney was the, i love laney laney's the a, best a
3: Yes. Exactly. And uh, Lainey and I talked about it, and Fran Drescher, uh, and of course with Renee. I tried to reach Renee to get Renee on the show because she's got some kind of magic makeup or some crap she's selling, and I thought we <laughs> could push it on the show. <laughs> but nobody's represented properly. I try to contact tra- Fran Drescher's people, and there's no such thing. How can I get in touch with Fran,
10: uh, other than know, by uh,
3: you telling her?
10: Um, I gather her agent, who I don't even know who it is, actually. Um, Didn't a shade
3: because I don't think he exists.
9: <laughs> I can't yeah, find I don't schmuck know. anywhere. I
10: really don't know who her who her handlers are anymore. I they change, you know. So uh, I know she's with Elaine Rich management, but that's all I know. Well, he can look I'm, it up.
2: I'm going to have to call. I have to call. I want to go back, though. I just want first of all, I want to say welcome to the Jimmy Star show. Peter Mark Jacobson Thank happily you, divorced. Um, we we uh, we love you guys. It's funny because I tweeted for people to sign the petition on Twitter today and TV Land started following me because I have like a quarter of a million followers. So uh, I'm going to try and get my followers to all like pitch into the thing and see what we can do with the whole thing to bring wow, it that back. That
10: would be fantastic. Thank
2: you. Um, Ron totally like loves the show. And maybe love we it. could. Uh, I pee myself when
3: I watch it. It's so cute. And the, uh-huh. the jokes are so subtle and so sweet. And, Thank of course, you. I look at my Franny, who I, I'm crazy about. Yeah, it's just She's a, just so, a delight. So she, she,
2: we want everybody to go. Everybody should go to TV Land. Uh, and go to change.org. Change. What, is, what is it again? Change. One more time. So,
10: change.org. Okay. Divorced. T Divorced. Uh, TV Land, Reconsider, Renewing, Happily Divorced. And it just started like a day ago, and they've got like 3,000 signatures up there. So that's kind of – that's oh, so wait. nice. It was – so touching. I didn't expect anybody to do anything. And Oh, then, wait. That's um, nothing
3: yet. I have a million followers. I have like three people on Twitter. <laughs> but I have like a million because I don't do that tweeting shit. I'm not going to sit there all the language. day. Watch the language. I'm talking to somebody from Flushing. <laughs> we don't do fairy talk around here. We do like Flushing talk. Like my New York accent. It comes back whenever I know somebody. A little bit. A little bit. I've got an Astoria accent. Brooklyn Astoria. Come on. I make Franny sound like an Englishman. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I intend to work my ass off to get everybody to get this show back on because it's worth it. And everybody out there, if you're listening, if you've never seen the show, do Ron Russell a favor. If you love me, go where Peter just told me to go and vote that you want the show back on. There you, also, go. Uh,
2: if you And tweet. Could, if you're on Twitter, tweet, tweet the TV land, at and, TV and land. And any
3: of Peter's fans out there, if you could come into the chat room and let us know that you tuned in today to support Peter on his endeavor and friend Dresher, of course. Let us know. If everybody gets together and we fight for this, we could win because I don't believe it was because of the show's quality. I believe it was a bit much for the straight world to swallow. Like years ago when there were black people on TV, everybody would say, we don't want blacks on television. We turn the channel. And then they claimed that why do black people force themselves on us? We're throwing up. We're vomiting from them. That's how moronic America was. That's and now the same thing. Now they're doing the very same thing with gay people. Gay people, don't force yourself on us. We don't want to hear about so you were gay and you were married. You were horrible how could you marry a woman and be deceptive as i was told many times by many people and i said mind your effing business there you what do know, I, do it well, you know
10: I also don't think when you start out uh, at, at a young age your sexuality is your and and the pressure of society you you don't know who you are yet and you're trying to live the way everybody has told you you're supposed to live that's right and then as you get a little older and you be, begin to realize who you are you can't anymore because you can't, you have to live an authentic life. It's not a choice, or you could ask any straight person and they would never say it was a choice. It's just who they are. As the same with a gay, a gay, a transgender, a bisexual. It's, and it's really none of anybody's business.
3: No, it, it's not. It's, it's no. It's just something right. that happens
10: between two people or three or four or whatever it happens to be <laughs> exactly. behind closed doors.
3: Exactly. It's it's. Listen, this country, like they're all bombing that Mila Broad last night. I said, give her a break. Who cares? She's a kid. She got publicity. What about when Cher was going out in my generation, half naked, see through dresses? You could see everything. You know, it's, it's it's a way to get attention, and the kid did it. Now she's been talked about more than anybody in the country for the last two days. Um, people have got to realize we are gay. We are here. We are, and we are very very important people. Look at you, Mark. Where you've come from, Flushing, to the position you hold. To day at the studio look at fran how wonderful she she's not gay but look at how she supports gay people um we are creative people we are kind people we are very nice people and we're funny people and we bring joy to the world we don't bring murder and killing and robbery and that crap um so why why do they hate us because we choose to love another man i love jimmy star and we're getting married and screw anybody that doesn't like it
9: there you go
2: so, so how about this too, Peter, because we have another guest that's going to call in. Yeah, I would love to have you come back, back on the show definitely. sometime where we could actually talk about you and your career and yes. your projects and stuff like that, where we can devote more time.
3: And if sure. you could get Franny Poo to come on, I would kill myself.
2: <laughs> I don't, You know,
3: I'm friends with so many celebrities. If I gave you my list of the stars I know, you'd say, so how come you're so excited over Fran Drescher? Because Fran Drescher reminds me of me when I was young and my life. Uh, and all the things that the the, the the word usages that she uses are, are expressions that I grew up with. Especially when I went to beauty school, I mean, all the gay remarks that she has in her show, all that gay lingo. It's it's a comfort show. It's a wonderful show, and the actors are all individually good, and and of course she's wonderful. I mean, I'm I'm very upset about this news. You know, I just got it this morning, and that's why I. Call, I got contacted you to beg you to come on. We have to strike now while the poker is hot.
10: Well, Next week you. it's I not going to be it. hot enough. Call TV Land, everybody. Let them know what you want the show back on and bombard them.
3: Absolutely. If that's what we have to do. Everybody, this is called Happily Married Team. Happily Divorced. Happily Divorced Team. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, 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 Mark. I was Peter, Mark.
6: Peter. <laughs> Mark. Peter Bye, I'm, guys. I'm, thank I'm you.
3: I was around when they were making Flushing, when the Pilgrims were there, so that's how old I am. <laughs> and I'm losing my mind already. I mean, I'm gone with the wind. We
2: want to thank you for calling in yes, and Peter. speaking into this. We definitely would love to have you come back on the show where we could like actually uh, talk with you without being rushed. Everybody, let's get happily divorced back on TV land. And thank you so much for calling into the Jimmy Star Show. We really appreciate it. And Peter, you
3: are a gent, and you're oh, still from you. the old neighborhood. So you're a good guy from the old neighborhood, and I do love you. Thank Thanks you so much, Peter, for calling. Bye, guys. All bye, right, bye. I know he is a gent, and awesome. he is wonderful. How kind of him to call. This guy's a big shot, you know. He's no Mickey Mouse guy. Hey,
2: Chad. Yo, that was cool. But now we got to call Ronnie Cox because we're 15 minutes late. I totally forgot
4: about Ronnie Cox. Let's no, do it. We don't forget
2: about Ronnie Cox. We
4: okay.
3: have plenty of time. If we're going to 10:2, we give him a five, 10, 15, 20 minutes is a lot. But,
2: but Peter, you know, this was an emergency call I made it to It was Peter. fabulous. Peter was fabulous, and everybody, mm-hmm. let's keep happily divorced it. on. You got him?
4: I said I liked it.
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. But, but you have to, Chad, can you too. take two, it when you get it. Go and vote. Put your name down. We need every
3: vote we can get. Put it on Up. your Twitter.
2: Okay, here we go. Don't stop! Who that? Who there? Hello? Hello, is this Ronnie Cox? This is he. This is he. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show. Hi, Jimmy. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I apologize for being late. We had an emergency uh, call in because we're trying to save a TV show called Happily Divorced with Fran Drescher. And we had the producer and owner of the show call us because the show got canceled on TV land. And we're trying to do a campaign Mark, to get it brought back. I got gotcha. you. But now we're ready for you and we are very happy to have you. So welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thanks. Nice to be here. And uh, before we get started, let me introduce everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, Hi, Ron. Ron. What do I call you, Ron,
3: Ronnie, or Ronald?
8: Ronnie.
3: That's what they call me. My close friends call me Ronnie. <laughs> In show business, I'm Ron. So when people say Ron, I don't even turn around. But if they say Ronnie, I, I respond. So hey, Ronnie, how are you?
8: I'm good. How about you?
3: I'm good. I'm working. I got a couple of movies, and you know, I'm, I'm not doing too bad.
8: <laughs> and how about you? What are do you doing? You working? You working? I I I work about as much as I want to. I'm I'm uh, I'm doing a film next. Uh, uh, well, next month. Well, seeing that now it's October, uh, so it's almost next month uh, with Michael Douglas.
3: Oh, uh, you know he's, he's divorcing his wife, or she's divorcing him. To hear?
8: I have no idea, but... Yeah, they're getting life. divorced.
3: It's a shame. Michael's
2: yeah. nice. So, what's the film called?
8: It's called The Reach.
2: Oh, there you go! I love Michael Douglas, and I love you, and I'm very happy that we have you on the show. And and uh, uh, first of all, I want to let everybody know because you know the, the way I came across your name because I'm always like looking for really uh, cool guests who've had accomplished careers. And I was on IMDb, and there's a list top hundred character actors of all time, and you're in the list. Oh
8: yes, I'm in the top forty. I don't know if you saw the thing on uh, MSN over the weekend. They listed the top ten. Uh, Baddest bosses in the history of film, and I'm two of the ten.
2: Isn't that cool? <laughs> bad, bad meaning bad or good? Bad meaning like badass, like mean. Oh, <laughs> like like
3: Jimmy's the shit. That's supposed to mean good.
8: <laughs> well, it's, it, it it's means offensive. like uh, Co. in Total Recall and Dick Jones and RoboCop is what it means. <laughs> So
3: yeah. in other words that they meant that Ron Cox is a good Ronnie, Ronnie Cox, Cox. Ronnie, Ronnie Cox is a good actor. Somehow they didn't get my name on the list. I guess they couldn't find it. <laughs> I guess not. I'll have to call in and see why.
2: So let's I just want to like talk cuz as I grew uh, I grew up actually uh I grew up with um uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds' is, like nephew was a, a good friend of mine, and we went to uh, high school together. And my dad used to do a lot of stuff because he worked for the airlines, and Burt always flew. And like, I've always been a huge Deliverance fan. I just want to talk two seconds about Deliverance. Like your thoughts about Deliverance that had the 40th anniversary. I think you even did a book called Dueling Banjos. Uh, the, Deliverance the Deliverance of, of Drew. Drew. And, yep. uh, and, like, that is such, like, an iconic movie for people. And we live in Pennsylvania now. We used to live in Florida. And a lot of times when we drive certain places, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's kind of like Deliverance. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so um, so we use it as a term, an analogy. So just t- give us a quick little rundown on the movie for us.
8: Well, I, I, as you probably know, it's not only my first film. It was my first time in front of the camera. Ned Baby's first film, too. Most people That's don't right. realize that. Yes, yeah, so
3: I knew that because I know Burt Reynolds well.
8: Yeah, and uh, Bert. Uh, actually, it was it was the film that sort of made Bert a star. He'd been around right. before that, but he was he was mm-hmm. more of just sort of a teller. And this was the one that that really put him on the the road to becoming the number one box office guy in the world.
9: That is very true.
8: And and uh, it was actually only like the second or third film for John Boyd. He was just he had done Midnight Cowboy the night the year before. And so, and so the four of us did it. And uh, you know that film has been shot in a uh, well of all the films I've done. More people like to talk about that because it's such an iconic film in lots of ways. And it was done in a way that was never done before or since. Uh, we shot the film in sequence, and the four of us did all of our own stunt work. Bert got no, hurt. All of us got hurt.
3: Yeah, because Bert told me in the water scene, he really hurt himself bad.
8: Yeah, I almost drowned once. Ned almost drowned once. Hmm. John Voight fell uh, uh, off the head and if he hadn't been hmm. caught by a guy, he would have. Who God knows what would have happened to him. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it was. It was a. It was a really harrowing film, but it it opened doors for me that I I didn't even know existed before. That, as a matter of fact, everything that's sort of happened in my career since has been almost as a direct result of that of that remarkable film and uh so it it's it's meant a lot to me and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to write the book um, i uh uh, I'm also <laughs> I'm either cursed or blessed with with a, a phenomenal memory. Depends on the value you put on me remembering exactly <laughs> what happened. Well, if you've uh, been
9: divorced, if you've
3: been divorced a few times, it's not a good thing to have.
8: <laughs> yeah. Well, since I've never been divorced, uh, then it maybe it's a good thing. It's a thing. good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. But I I can still remember. I mean, that, that even though it's 40 now, almost 42 years ago since we shot it because we shot it in 71, it came out in 72, and here we are in, in, in 2013. So, so 42 years ago, I can still remember the, the assistant director's name. Uh, I, I, you know, thought, since it was such a, a, a life-changing event for me, uh, that, that all of that is sort of indelibly burned into my memory.
2: So is that really you playing the banjo? <laughs> but, um, first of all,
8: first of all no. First of, okay. all, it's, first of all, I'm not playing a banjo. No, I, my character is playing a guitar. Right.
9: Oh, that's how
2: right. Long it's since, a, the guy how was long have you seen the film? Actually, yeah, I just forgot that because like, I know you're a musician, and I was thinking that would be a cool way to cut into also being able to talk about your music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Well, I wanted to get back to Burt Reynolds, because I asked Burt about that film. I know Burt really well through Lee Winkler, who was his business manager for years. Lee and Lee I were Winkler was,
8: Lee Winkler has been my business uh, manager for, yeah. ever well, since that time as well. And, Lee and uh, I
3: were like brothers. We had dinner every Thursday when I lived in L.A., and his wife, Maria, and his old wife, Perry Winkler, who I adore, who's my still my friend. I asked Burt about Deliverance, and his comment was, you know, Ron, it was a great film. Too bad anybody, everybody just comments on the male rape
8: and i agree yeah. with that i agree well, with. well to see what happened was and and, and <clears throat> actually you know we had a lot of those 40th anniversary screenings and stuff so burton and, and ned and john and i spent a lot of time together last year and one of the things that happened when the film came out since it was that male rape scene there were so many it was so sort of shocking at that time that that that, that People, it sort of stopped, especially men, in their tracks. Because, see, women women got that film long before men did, because women have dealt with the concept of rape for centuries. Yes, so it was the first time you had to put a bunch of guys out there, sort of contemplating rape. And since it was so sensational, uh, almost like a Friday the Thirteenth for guys, uh, uh, that that people missed the artistic excellence of it but if you go back and see because I've, I've now gone back I've seen the film two or three times in the last year because they've had these these screenings that we've gone and, and Warner Brothers has come out with a with a, a new Blu-ray edition of it that's, that's gorgeous and you go back and see it and that's the reason it's now being recognized for its artistic excellence there were things done in that way and shot in that film in ways that we never done before or since. And people are now picking up on, holy Toledo, this is really a, a, a real l- sort of masterpiece of, of art, of filmmaking. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and a lot of people missed that the first time around.
3: Absolutely. Well, it was as you said; it was shocking and it was sensationalism, and that's what people remember about the film. But they well, failed that to remember and the dueling
11: banjo scene. And the yes, yeah, <laughs>
3: but they failed to remember that the cast and, and I also know John Voight because my daughter was friends with his daughter Angie when I lived in California, and John very rarely discusses that film whenever we had conversations about films. I sometimes wondered if he wasn't a little embarrassed about the film and what had happened in it. Ned Beatty was the one that got raped, so I have no idea. I don't know Ned. What was his feelings about that?
8: Ned is, first of all, is one of my closest friends. Ned and I had been best friends for uh, c- close to six, eight years before the film. We'd done 30 oh, that's cool. together. Yeah, we we knew each other. We were cast independently of each other. They didn't even know we knew each other. And we'd been best friends for like six or seven years. And it's probably the first time in the history of film that the two guys below the title were actually found before they found the two guys above the title. You know, generally right. they find the the two main stars, and 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 but but the, they came to New York looking for good young actors and and the unknown actors. God knows, I was unknown, and so uh, they found me, and then they found Ned, and we waited around for two or three. Four weeks through, until they found the people they wanted for John and, and Burt's role.
3: Well, John was a star already with Easy Rider. No. No?
8: Easy Rider? No. No, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, no,
3: I'm sorry, Midnight Cowboy.
8: He, no, he had done Midnight Cowboy the the, the year before. He was not right, a star. Right,
3: that's not easy, right? A Midnight Cowboy is when John exactly. shot up to fame, and then they, they got him for the movie. And Bert was, as they, you said...
8: After they got me and Ned.
3: Right, and Bert also, as you said, was in television at the time, and Lee was handling him from the get-go. And then exactly. Bert, after that film, shot up and started to become a star. You're right. Exactly,
8: but but, but Bert's, Bert's series, Dan August, had just been canceled that year. <laughs> Right, and and that was wow
2: you have a good memory he's got an excellent
8: memory <laughs> that was, memory. My God, that was when know. his marriage to Judy Carn had just fallen apart
3: exactly so, and, he was, and he was in love with that blonde Inga Stevens and that tragedy happened when she committed suicide and Bert was locked in a room with Lee in a motel hysterical for four days he couldn't yeah, get over it actually Bert Inga.
8: introduced uh, me and Ned to Lee Winkler and Lee became both mine and Ned's business manager and mm-hmm. actually then Bert left Left him and John left him, and I I was with Lee until his death.
3: I know. I still haven't gotten over Lee's death. I, I think of and, him. And co-
8: now the, his partner. Uh, I mean, I've been with the same business people. His partner, uh, Lou Gorelick, took over, and then he's dead. So his son, David Gorelick, has the business now. And I'm still with the same uh, people that I've been with since 1971. And, and that's it's, it's that's
3: still, awesome, and it's still global, right?
8: It is Global Business Management.
2: Global, global. I want I want to move forward a little bit here because I don't want to run out of time. First of all, I'm a child of the 80s and Matthew Modine has been on the show several several times so I just want to make a comment that Vision Quest was like awesome and the fact that you're in, yeah, you were in Vision Quest uh, for me being a child of the 80s like is the coolest thing ever.
8: Yeah, I love that film. Harold Becker and you know it was Linda Fiorentino's first film and Michael Shephard's first film.
2: Yes. Uh, and it is, I, I've been in a lot
8: of people's first film. Taps, you know, was, was not only Sean Penn's first film, but Tom Cruise's first film.
2: Right, I just Onion watched Taps the other was, day. Ted Danson's first film. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, and going away from films, though, because one thing I, I even read it, I read it all over the Internet, and it says basically that you're a singer with a pretty fair acting career. And I don't know uh, if everybody knows that you're a singer or not, so I want I wanna to make sure we have enough time to play a song. Um, you've had several, several albums, but uh, I'm going to actually promote the fact that you have a new one coming out called Ronnie, Ronnie Rad, Rad and Karen. Yeah. Coming out on September 17th, and yep. uh, tell us a little bit about it
8: well yeah i it's a it's, i've done nine albums and uh but but this one is it, it, sort of a special to me R- R- Radoslav Lorkovich, which is the rad and karen uh, Karen mall and i we're a band and we've we've toured together for a number of years and and so we decided to to go in and well, we, we called up a bass player the night before, a wonderful bass player, but he had never heard any of the songs. The three of us already knew the songs. We hired the studio, got an engineer. We went in and we would play the song once for the bass player, and then we played it again, and all four of us played live, without a click, uh, and we went into the studio at noon and walked out at 5.30 that afternoon with 14 tunes uh, recorded. And I have to tell you, there have been no overdubs, no... We basically did all the songs. Now, my previous album, we'd spent... Four and a half months doing it with all kinds of overdubs. So, so, so this is the anathema of that uh, antithesis, if you will. And, and uh, I'm so proud of this album. It, it, does it have mistakes in it? Oh, probably it does, but it, generally when you hear an album that has a clunker or something, you know, you, you, that's all you hear for the rest of your life. This one has no places like that. I, I, it's, it's a real album. Are there mistakes? Probably. But none that bother me a lot, and and it's 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 just a an album that I that I'm really quite proud of. See, these days I do between 100 and 125 shows a year, and I'm a, also hot. a storyteller. I'm a storyteller, so my shows are half uh, half stories and half songs, and because uh, because my shows are more like. Well, see, I, I found through the years that people like to know that this idea over here on the left somehow miraculously led to this to this uh, song over here on the right, and sort of the journey that one takes to get through that. And I also love the idea of, of see, I I leave the house lights up in, in my show, and I I want to be able to see the audience, and I want as much interaction between me and the audience as possible. I I like to make my shows as much as possible like sitting around like we used to when we were kids playing music at home in the kitchen or on the front porch with our friends and family.
2: So well, let's do this because I bet you that's one reason why it's so popular. I think that everybody feels a real like like close to what's going on um, but I want to play a song and we're going to play The Night John Houston Died they sent us to us to play and I would like you to introduce it and then we're going to play it for everybody and then when we come back we'll have two or three minutes and uh, talk about it a little bit and we'll be rocking and rolling how's that?
8: Sure. Well, Are you ready John... Chad?
2: Ready. Okay go ahead.
8: Well uh, you want me to tell the story first? Um, this, no, let's The Night John Houston Died.
2: There you go we'll tell the story afterwards how's that? Yeah sure. Alrighty here we go everybody.
9: He loved
11: the game of poker. That's how I knew him best. By that time he was older, there was a cloud upon his chest. And if he won a lost, his expression never changed. John was a student of the game. He wasn't much of a husband, he was married to his work. There were millions who loved him And a precious few he hurt He was a man of visions Who saw the world in frames John was a master of the game And I saw Sierra Madre When I was just a kid Somehow I had to find out How he did the things he did His red badge of courage, his African queen. He taught me about life, casting shadows on a screen. John Houston died. Just faithful Marisella sitting by his side. He found her hand and he raised it high. Champ at the final bell. Last thing John said was "Give him hell." And I saw Sierra Madre when I was just a kid. Somehow I had to find out did the things he did His red badge of courage The man who would be king He taught me about life Casting shadows on a screen He loved the game of poker That's how I knew him best By that time he was older There was a cloud upon his chest And if he won or if he lost, his expression never changed. John was a student of the game.
2: Yay, so that's the night John Houston died. Uh, Ronnie, everybody in the chat room says they absolutely love it. Good. Good. They love it, it's beautiful, and they got goosebumps. So that's awesome, and congratulations. So so give us a quick rundown on it.
8: Uh, well, you're, you've got a really bad echo in the
2: Very bad echo. Is it on us or you? Chad, how come we have an echo?
8: Yeah, now that's better. Yeah. Okay,
2: sorry. So, Ron, welcome yeah, to walk onto a singer. Let's hear it. <laughs>
8: it. Well, you know, I got to know John Houston to, 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 to Actually, the reason I wanted to become an actor was I saw... Sarah Madre, when I was a kid, and, then, and so I got to be friends with John the, the year before he died, and I actually got to play poker with him, and so so and the night he died was sort of a dramatic night, so I just wanted to write a song
2: about it. That's awesome. Good song. Good song. And Thank again, you. everybody, the album is Ronnie Rad and Karen. It comes out on September seventeenth, and um, uh, I guess that is that a digital release, like on iTunes and stuff?
8: Yeah. Yeah. It is it's, it's a digital release.
2: And you can also go on iTunes, you guys. He's got a whole bunch of albums up there. They're all really good. I actually downloaded a, another song, uh, but then they wanted me to play this one that I liked a lot. And now I forgot the name of it. Something about a horse, but it's an awesome song. Sanctuary.
8: Sanctuary It's awesome. The name
2: of it. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the song yeah. is awesome.
8: Uh,
10: actually,
8: anyone can go to my website, RonnieCox.com. And, and click on the albums, and, and there's mp3s of any of them, and, and you, can, you can order them from me if you, if you want to.
2: Absolutely, everybody. So um, go to RonnieCox.com. It's R-O-N-N-Y-C-O-X. And, uh, and they and, will want to get them, believe me.
3: Ronnie, listen, have you spoken to Bert recently?
8: Uh, last time I saw Bert, uh, we, 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 we did some screenings together earlier. It's been about, oh, it's been five or six months, I guess.
3: Okay, then you know that he's, you know, a little bit under the weather. He's not feeling too hot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so I I just want to know, to, I mean, to call him and just give him a little cheer. I think he would love it. Because um, yeah. everybody's calling Bert now. You know, I would. I'm not in Florida anymore. If I were, I'd still see him. But anyway, uh, back to Jimmy.
2: So anyway, we want to thank you for coming on the show. I want everybody to go out and get your your uh, music. The fact that you're such an iconic actor, I've I've followed all your movies. I love all of them. Now I'm going to go back and watch Deliverance to see that it was a guitar. Because I'm sorry, I'm such an idiot. And also let everybody know that they should go get your books. They can find out about all the things that you got going on at Ronniecox.com. And we'd also like to give a shout out and a thank. Thanks to um, Mike Gormley for helping set this interview up. He was like really awesome and graceful and terrific, and so thank you very much to him and your whole team. And we okay. wish you the best of luck in your career. And thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thanks, thank Ron. You. You're a delight. You're a gent, a Good true night. gent. Bye bye, bye. bye. See you guys. Bye bye. 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 All right, everybody. It was a great, great show today. I hope yes. everybody enjoyed it. It was incredibly star-studded. Ronnie Cox, awesome. He's number 40 on the list of best character actors in Hollywood film history. That's pretty big. Very excited. Michael Damian, we want to thank Michael Damian and his wife, Janine. Uh, we want to thank John Stevens, the crooner. We also want to thank Peter Mark Jacobson for calling in. Everybody, let's do the campaign for Happily Divorced, and yes. we will see you guys next week. And, Chad, you're a Awesome person, thank you so much. Later. Thanks, Chad, and thanks
3: Peter for calling me back. I appreciate it. <laughs> bye everybody. Bye
2: everybody, bye
9: chat room. Thank you. What
1: are we gonna be wearing? Yo, can the, the party. Let's get down to crazy gym. Got myself alone without me, the one and only, the Turkish MC. Always
9: have the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, punk, yo, what I wanna be? Jimmy's stuck, new celebrities. We'll take, take you out. out.